Bruno or heroin Please don't volunteer, we'll be broke by saying I be worried about the wrong things sometimes I'll admit They act why so sad, I just had to catch my breath Nah, I ain't looking for no hero, no or heroin Please don't volunteer, we'll be broke by saying I be worried about the wrong things sometimes I'll admit They act why so sad, Is that the only thing you remember? Welcome back That's to the Color Theory Podcast, song. where my constituents are going to be so disappointed with my effort tonight. Every it's your week. host, Teasy, a.k.a. Young Teasy. <laughs> it ain't easy being wheezy, ah! a.k.a. H-N-I-C, a.k.a. Caffeine rules everything around me. Get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. A.K.A. I never take a shower. Huh? Without a loofah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Hot fire. What about it? Don't forget the soup up. <laughs> A.K.A. Big face in the evening, bitches. That's another coffee drop. A.K.A. Young Hove. Oh, but a god. A.K.A. Childish Bambino. Yes. A.K.A. Biracial Angel. Got about on the Black Dad. Bing. Bing. A.K.A. Tubs the detail. Back when Ricky was doing up Teasdale, I was doing dinner with Teasy. I didn't trust no one, so I got limey because got too greasy. Nico never moved Nike, sweatsuit Nike, sweatsuit. A.K.A. Aubrey Graham. Bitch oh boy. Oh, my says, God. Oh, yo, yo, yo. I never had dinner with <laughs> Put him. Put the chopper back away, bro. Put it back away. Don't talk that way about Champagne Poppy. AKA Color Nostradamus. Yep. AKA It's a me, TZ. <laughs> AKA Mayor of Smack City. Smack City, Smack City. AKA Tubbo Gump. Fat. AKA Fat in the Hat. Fat. A.K.A. Liger Woods A.K.A. David Ortiz A.K.A. Stimmy Rollins A.K.A. King. Young Digerati A.K.A. Mm. Pachi Beats A.K.A. Jumpmaster Flex <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> Grill Zaddy God. A.K.A. Big Dick Built that's my third down bag. God damn it, you son of a bitch. You got it. My fucking third down bag. AKA. <laughs> Baby, don't be mad. You know how Trenton is. Mm-hmm. AKA. Got a light skin fan that goes by Fantasia. Got a light skin mm. fan that goes by Ista Maza. Ooh. It it's better. A little bit. A little better. It's still so bad. <laughs> His delivery on so many things is just awful. AKA <laughs> Fresh Prince of Trenton in the service area. That's Tissa. AKA He different. Mm. AKA Mod of the Year four times in a row. Across two 
non-existent channels. Don't fucking liar. Channel's thriving. <laughs> AKA manager of the year 2020. Doesn't Another deserve to take it away. AKA. Hey, I can only have one of you come at me. <laughs> I don't need two oh. of you being negative towards my what? success. To who? You? You people? Is that what you said? Huh? <laughs> Looks like the <clears throat> white side of him is coming okay, out tonight. About it. About it. It's inward in Nebraska. I don't know about that. We should take that title away from him. Did you know Bruce Brown is one of 11 siblings? A.K.A. CEO of the Silly Goose Club. Ah. A.K.A. T.C. McTeaserson. Boo. A.K.A. the 2032 presidential nominee. A.K.A. Oh, you don't you don't got to speak Whoa, today? Huh? Whoa, Whoa, T.C. Whoa, T.C. And I'm here with the homies. Look, all I got to say is that, you know, you, you don't need to hear. I don't need to speak uh, publicly every single day. So, you know, I'm n- you're not going to hear a speech uh, e- every week. That's all, that's all I got to say about that. Go tweet about it. Go tweet about <laughs> it. Go tweet about it. It's your boy Tyrell, a.k.a. Ishtamaza, a.k.a. Big Top Bingo, yeah, yeah. a.k.a. Tyree Irving, a.k.a. Strong, Tall, and Handsome, a.k.a. You Best Believe I Churn, a.k.a. DJ Letter Grade Deduction, A.K.A. Coming in white women like my name, Baby Bunk. A.K.A. Suzuki Spliffy. A.K.A. Color Selector, Color Corrector. A.K.A. Glizzy God. A.K.A. Comatosis Moses. A.K.A. Soggy Soup Supplier. A.K.A. Teton Titan. A.K.A. Number One Runner, But I Don't Run. A.K.A. The Reason We're Recording on a Thursday. A.K.A. Chairman of the Rockefeller Reservation. It's the Rock! A.K.A. Louis Von Schnauzers. A.K.A. Big T. A.K.A. Six Consoles Yuhasapa. A.K.A. Per Fire. A.K.A. Disaster of the Masters. A.K.A. Dick Out in the Biblioteca. A.K.A. Modding Twitch from the trunk of a clapped out Crown Vic of PM Paint and Blown Shocks. A.K.A. Bigger Disaster than the Super Slide Sideways to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. R.I.P. the Snoopy Foot. You'll be missed. No! A.K.A. Yuck! That poor Snoopy. Every week. That fucker's up in flames. Every week, bro. I'm not, Don't say that about him, man. Did you see how, like, um... Do you see how, like, when I sent you that Snoopy and Woodstock picture, how it was, like, a metaphor for our life? How I was literally carrying you around, just like I have to carry you on this fucking <laughs> podcast every single week that we get on here? I know you were thinking the same thing. You're like, fuck. <laughs> That's us. That's me. <laughs> what up? Young Yosh. Famtasia. Ducky. Mexican symbol, short native of my dick tall, black falcon, falco, apple cheeks, she call me Yoshi, one or two, come Jordan, Jordy, fuck, honey Jordy, honey Jordy, she's like me clean and civic, now my kids are on Broadway, damn Jordy, aka, Maybach, Jordy, aka clairvoyant falcon, aka EA falcon, it's in the wangs, aka chef Jordan Ramsey, aka young Yuki here, aka Jordy B, you know where I'm at, you know where I be, aka TZ, I'm proud of you, he said Yoshi, I'm proud of you, aka baby care, dick, but it's not, fat, yeah, aka father Yoshi, Preach the gospel of the hardwood. A.K.A. Frog Legs 31. A.K.A. Lord Pretty Falco Jordy. A.K.A. Big Pot Yosh. A.K.A. Brother Bear. A.K.A. 
Latino Del Rey. Okay. Virgin Abloh. Okay. It's ASMR. This is so many ASMR. So many ASMR. I think I could start a new category of ASMR where it's just yelling. Discord is like compressing my shit to fucking infinity. It's crazy. Don't. Why are you not in your ASMR voice, motherfucker? We're in the middle of the ASMR portion of the fucking AKAs. Get to your ASMR voice now. You five seconds of ASMR voice. Ready, go. ASMR, 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 ASMR. What the fuck is going on? AKA King of the Fall, guys. AKA Mayor LeBron. Hey, guy, I'm winning. I have been laying outside in the grass, staring at the clouds, cause I'm dreaming. But guess what? You look at them motherfucking motivational pictures on the wall because I am inspiring. It's me. I'm silly. So I work hard. I get mine. Hey, I gotta hear both sides. AKA Game 6 in Boston, Game 5 in Detroit, Game 6 in Cleveland, Game 7 in Golden State, Game 7 in San Antonio, Game 2 in Toronto, Game 1 in Golden State, Game 5 in a bubble, playing a game in LA every single time we get on this fucking podcast. Night! Fuck it! Games! It's really incredible how uh, disconnected all of our, our calls are in Discord right now. We are all living on different timelines. I don't know if we are in fucking really interstellar fucking universe or what, but everyone is literally on a different time good. right now. Because I'm watching it, and it's, it's absolutely incredible. Tyrell's is just good. on a different timeline. TZ's, we know TZ's in the fucking handicap aisle again. But hey, you know what? I just want to give a big shout-out to my favorite person in the whole world. Because you know, I'm a pig in some slop when I think about her. When I think about that goal, a.k.a. when we used to land at the shark. That'd be my bitch. That'd be Guff Girl, a.k.a. Sky, and her fat. Fat Cooch. <sighs> we back. In the middle on a jet ski. Is that what is that what they were saying? It's a redacted Gosh. tweet, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Episode what is this? Fifty-nine? Oh my goodness, man. I tell you what, it's been a trip, been a journey. Uh, we've had so many different colors. Yo, I mean, do you think there's just like an infinite amount of names for colors out there? I can tell you right now that uh, I struggle every fucking week trying to get another color. I mean, you've done pretty good considering we've had 59 of these fuckers and, you know, we've we got different names every week. So, I mean, props to you, color selector, color corrector. Um, let's hop into it then, huh? This week, our color of the day. Hopefully, you can help me out with pronunciation, although you never can. Um, Cerise? This one is actually pronounced Cherise. Cherise, thank you. Um, oh, Cherise. Actually, okay. Um, so, I know if you're looking in the little Zoom thingies, uh, if you look on the, the link you get three different slots there right uh for where our cues are or our mouse our mouse is if you look at the middle one it's in the google docs what are you talking about i 
Sorry. I know the people can't see. It's not a visual podcast. Because you never wanted it to be. Uh, I'm not sure if that was the case. And so if you two can can look in the Google Doc and look at the, the middle cursor that's on the, the Zoom link, it's like a, uh, a pink almost. Uh, I would, I mean, I wouldn't definitely, I wouldn't call it a fuchsia by any means. Um, but I wouldn't call it like a bubblegum pink either, you know, maybe somewhere in between there. Not, is it maybe closer to hot pink, but it's not like vivid, I guess. Um, that is Charisse. So Charisse is the French word for cherry. So imagine a cherry red. He's just so good at this, man. <laughs> Look at me. We, <laughs> week after week, <laughs> we hit him on the head. This might be a good episode for us to actually try like the video content because now all the editing stuff that I have to do, we already did that part <laughs> where I have to actually like put stuff in. I mean, we could. Well, our social team can go so hard this week. It can just. So, like, when they do it, they can just zoom in on mine. On, <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to light it up. Like, with the webcam and on my computer screen. Uh, well, we can just zoom in on my face and just be like, oh, man, Fed's taking pictures of him. Fed's taking pictures. Uh, you got to keep this fucking show on the road, bro. I thought you were actually going to say something that was, like, worthwhile, <laughs> but I, I'm sorry. I... I gave you. We're not into the review portion yet. We're still in the me just like being a loop. Giving you too much credit there. Um, but let me live. You know, while you guys are living, you guys are also listening to music because this is a music podcast. So why don't you tell the world what you guys listened to this past week that wasn't on the docket? Uh, I listened to Studying Abroad Extended Stay by Masego. I listened to Inspired by True Events by Crook Brown. Did you like that? Uh, The Crook Brown one? I thought it was interesting. It didn't, like... I was more interested in, like, the transcripts um, than I was in, like, the skits. Like, the interview happening than I was, like, the actual music. I don't think I made it all the way through. Fair enough. Uh, I listened to Another Land by Dave Holland, which is a contemporary jazz album. Um, It's an hour long and nine tracks. Each one of those bitches is like fucking five to six minutes. But it's it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. Then I listened to uh, BBUOK by San Holo. Um, It was like an electronic pop album. It was okay. Letting it play in the background while I drove was kind of what it felt like it was meant to be. And then I went back and listened to uh, Anime Trauma and Divorce by Open Mike Eagle. Who's next? Fed dead air for too long there. <laughs> you, you know who's next. <laughs> Why can't you intro me? When have I ever introed you? You've done it a couple times. You'll say... What about you? And then I'll say. <sighs> well, that's what I'm really sick of the dead space. You know, I mean, usually, you know, we have this cadence. And, and after Tyrell talks about what songs or music he listened to. What are to, you talking then about? Then it's you 
and then it's me. Can you? So huh? the dead space that happens, dead air shouldn't happen, but you let it happen. You ever played Dead Space? So Dead Space is such a good game. See, look at we got someone that knows how to facilitate conversation and do we? Air, and then we have someone else that doesn't <laughs> know what the fuck is going on, and is there supposed to be the conductor? Hmm. Weird. Intro me. Jordy, what did you listen to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, Purple Summer 0303 Greedo. Uh, some of I Am Mr. Mosley, uh, Draco the Ruler. I listened to Still Sleep by Sleepy Hollow, which I thought was okay. I saw some people talk about it like it was really good, but it's not really good. It's just like, it's, it's exactly what you would expect from a Sleepy Hollow tape where it's like the Brooklyn drill, but it's a really relaxed version of it. So it's fine as like background music, but it's not, there wasn't a lot of songs that even stood out to me. It kind of all just blended together, which is cool. I listened to Rare Pleasure by, um, I don't know how to say the name. It's like Mindsig. <laughs> it's like M-N-D-S-G-N. Oh, uh, Mind Design. The name? Mind Design. That dude is really good. He makes really good I listen music. to that too. Uh, what was weird is it, it felt really like a Thundercat tape. Like a, and I, like, especially with the vocals, like what he was doing vocally sounded just like Thundercat. And at times I was like, am I sure this is like a uh, mind design project? But uh, it was still pretty solid. It definitely didn't wow me like I was hoping it would, but it was still a really good mm -hmm. listen. Um, I listened to <laughs> Mr. 4 EP by Duop Kane a lot. Um, I listened to some of Free Wave 3 by Lucky. Uh, I listened to Epiphany by Cash Dami. Did you um, like that? That was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I really liked the Dior song. Um, Look in the Mirror, I really liked when I heard that. Reparations was really good too. Um, I really liked the production. I really liked the new wave of. Uh, like SoundCloud artists that are making um, plug adjacent type of rap. And I thought Cash Dami sounded fine on it. It definitely didn't wow me. Like it wasn't like, oh my God, my mind's fucking blown. But it was still really good. Uh, I listened to some of Dr. Evil by Young Nudie. Um, listened to Sucker Free by Thelonious Lincoln. Uh, some of Life of Pierre 4 by Pierre Bourne. I listened to Luka Tronchich by Babytron. And I thought that was really good. It was long as fuck. It was 24 songs, an hour and three lot, minutes. Lot, a, let's just say a this. Of, a lot of long this. projects came out this past week. Let me just say this. Out of the long projects I listened to this week, it was definitely better than Lloyd Banks. <laughs> um, but I think that's just because Lloyd Banks is just so dated. Like, that album is so dated sounding, like the rapping and everything. I was like, do you know 2010 that comes out? That might get the best new music, but in 2021, no one gives a fuck. Uh, but the, get back to Babytron. Uh, I saw a tweet that had Babytron a greater than sign than Eminem. And I was like, oh, we're finally, we're finally getting it guys. Uh, it was one of my favorite things that I saw this week. Um, the beats, the beats on the front half have a lot more of the eighties dance type of beats with the really sped up production that he sounds really good over. Um, he's probably one of the best punchline rappers that we have nowadays. Like when you think of punchline rappers, the first people that you probably think of is Lil Wayne and Big Sean who are <laughs> not good, but, uh, you listen to like the Detroit scene, you hear the way that baby Sean delivers his punchlines are actually really good punchlines and he just sounds really good. Um, there was a really funny line by all-star junior on scam stars where he says that, uh, oh, what does he say about his girlfriend? I don't remember what he says. 
about his girl girlfriend, but he says uh, her pissy ass. Her pissy pants or some shit. <laughs> she needs pull-ups. Oh of my god! Ass. I remember. Yeah, now that you say that, I remember that. I laughed so fucking hard when I heard that line the first time because it because it it's the pause before he says her pissy ass. <laughs> um, but I I thought it was a really good project. I thought it was really enjoyable. You could definitely take out the fluff of it. Like there, the office song. Get that the fuck out. I do not need to hear the office theme song. Flipped and thrown with Detroit-style drums behind it. Are you Try, sure? Don't laugh. Don't laugh and think it's good because it's actually really bad. I did not enjoy that instrumental at all. Uh, um, also, the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. <laughs> that beat is goofy, too. But there's still a lot of really good songs on it. I, I, I think it would be a good... Oh, would I do that as an entry point for Baby Tron? I would probably do Bin Reaper as, an in, as the... Uh, Entry point for Baby Tron's music, but I still thought that was really cool and it was still really good. Um, I listened to Secret Lies with Charlotte 2 by Baby Goyard, which I thought was really, really good. Uh, I really enjoyed the production on it. I love the hyper pop influence on it. I love the lyricism on it. I love every single part of it. It's so creative. It sounds like something new. There's not a lot of stuff out there that sounds like it right now. Ain't um, for me, dog. I actually enjoyed I enjoyed the entire, the what is it, 26 minutes of it. Tons of basketball references. It's the weirdest Stromile Swift reference in the first song. Uh, RX Poppy doesn't believe Pusha T sells drugs. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I bet you were surprised when you saw the RX Poppy feature when that came. I don't know if you listened I to the whole thing, there. but the yep. See, that's didn't even <laughs> get the RX Poppy. He says on it, he says he doesn't believe that Pusha T sold drugs. So just the uh, just the RX Poppy laying down his uh. False narratives. He is definitely QAnon along with Tyrell. Fuck off. Uh, I, <laughs> I listened to a uh, whole lot of Red by Playboy Cardi, and then I think we're talking about the other three things, right? I think so. No, you. None yeah. of you told me we're we weren't talking about any of them. So, hey man, I'm ready to. I'm backpacking for my heroes, like <laughs> the voice, the voice of them. <laughs> I'm getting ready to. Put it on my and then this morning instead of listening to the projects i spent like an hour listening to detroit music <laughs> that's good because i mean you can't get enough of babyface ray like i mean come on that's the goat so it was an, come another come on kith disney collab mickey clubhouse come on, what do you do with that <gasps> oh my god you remember that song I sent you? That I'm sorry, but this is definitely still part of this segment. <laughs> did you did you listen to the song I sent you, where it said, um, <laughs> "There's no gay stuff, but the Glock got the dick on it." What song? I sent it to you, and then you said, "I'm watching The Shy with CZ." No, I didn't go. I didn't go listen to it. Oh my God, he. He says, he says uh, we score every time, like in transition, uh, I'm still in the hood, like transmission. And then, oh, he's like, he's like, you can't find me, I'm in the hood, like transmission. And I was like, fuck, that's a really good bar. <laughs> Especially <laughs> the delivery on it. I don't. Don't worry, folks. I'm going to start my comprehensive list of songs that have references to guns having dicks on them. I've, uh, so I've we're into double catalog. digits now, aren't we? Oh, easily, dude. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's just so fucking goofy, man. Where, where did you send me it? The Apple iMessage application on your phone. 
Is it the same night you were listening to Baby Tron? Oh, that was a while ago then. Okay. Yeah, it was like three days okay. ago. Um, yeah, no. It's okay. You don't. You don't. I need listen to. Listen to, to like anyway. I listened to the other one that you sent me. Which one was that? I'm blind. Four D four U four M E P. Oh, did you like I that? I thought that was cool. I like the first song on it. I like the first song on it a lot, and then it kind of like tailed off. But I still like that. Guess how? I uh, I looked that up on YouTube, and it had seven views. Oh, <laughs> wait! I did go listen Holy to shit. this. Clear the air. I did. I did listen to that song. I'm sorry, because that's the one no, that you cool. said. I don't know. I don't remember. But yes, I remember. I remember looking at the cover art. I did listen. <laughs> sorry. I, okay. I listened okay. to "Hi, This Is Flume" uh, again. Hell yeah! Um, I'm fucking blind. Help. Listened <laughs> to "Time Machine" by Fouché. That's getting pushed heavily um, on the socials recently. I thought that was cool. I suppose. I suppose. Um, did you listen to Olivia Rodrigo again? I, I did not. Why? Why would it? That's in your wheelhouse. Sure. Uh, listen to "Scam" by G Four Boys. That was fun. Uh, I. You was another dance. week of me listening to a lot of fucking music and not a lot was sticking. What was that children of the whatever that you sent me? Children of Zeus. Yeah. That was that was on one of their songs was on a radio show too. So I thought that you listened to the radio show. It was very show. I Children of Zeus I really really liked. Very easy listen, super smooth, soulful, jazzy type songs. You could throw it on the background and just let it ride. And I really really enjoyed that. Um, let's see. God, I'm going through my Spotify right now. Uh, da, 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 da. Listened to... Oh, I, this uh, Japanese Breakfast um, Jubilee project is getting pushed. So I listened to, was it I listened to that. I thought it was okay. I mean, it's not for me. All right, that means that I need to listen to it then. Um... <laughs> Let's see. What else is noteworthy? Oh, Butcher Brown came out with an EP, Encore. That was really cool. Uh, jazz project. Listen to Zardinal Coffee by this artist named Exum. I thought that was an interesting t- little listen there. I, di- I didn't mind it. Kind of house-ish vibes. Um, some of it was cool. Some of it was okay. I mean, but it, I, it was worth noting, I think. Listen to the Cash Dummy Project as well. Uh, like I said, listen to 4D4U4MEP. Um, let's see. Listen to If It's Any Constellation by Issy Wood. That was actually a really fun listen. I didn't know if I was going to like that or not. It was a, only like four or five tracks. So very small EP. But I, I, I actually might go back to that. That was, that was fun. Went back and listened to Ted So and Youth by Lupe Fiasco. Man, that shit is so good. Holy fuck. Um, went back and listened to Kids See Ghosts. Went back and listened to FM. Went back and listened to Daytona. What a miserable Wait. week. <laughs> God. Went and listened to The Never Story by JD. And... 
and that is all worth worth talking about today. Let's. And I have I have a couple loose tracks that I need to like. Oh, talk about because you want to talk about loose tracks? Y'all need to go check out that. Ooh, that's my tight by Marion Hill, Young Baby Tate. <laughs> Holy fuck, that verse by Young Baby Tate is incredible. All right, I will definitely give that a listen. No, so uh, I haven't. My Jeep's been in the fucking shop for the last like two I'm weeks. I'm so sorry. And so, like, the truck that I've been driving does not have an aux cord. Ugh. And it doesn't have satellite radio, so I have to listen to fucking, like, FM. Ugh. And all the championing I've done for FM radio was fucking tested in the last week. Ugh. Um, but uh, I text this to Jordan. Um, I was like, fucking FM radio here in Bismarck is playing One Dance by Drake. I take back every positive thing I've ever said about radio. And the playlist that I was fucking treated to... And I, like this wasn't just like a one-off thing. This was the constant rotation for like a for legit like a week. It was one dance, astronaut in the hey. ocean, hit hey. best friend, the sweetie. That's a good song. Sweetie and Doja Cat. I've come around on that. Um, the pop punk Olivia Rodrigo joint. Uh, the fucking Kid Leroy song where he's like, "You can't make a wife out of a hoe." You got I have a dialogue on that one. I have a dialogue on that line. All right, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> not now. I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> so when I was texting Jordan, it stopped there. It continued with Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Hit. And fuck, what was... There was another one that like I heard fucking repeatedly, and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head now. But like, it's been hell listening to... To radio that I can't control. It was Best Friend by uh, Sweetie and Doja Cat, right? I, li- I I listed that one already. I was just making sure it was that one. I've come around on that song. I actually spent a long time listening to it one night in a row. <laughs> like 20 minutes straight of just listening to Best Friend by Sweetie and Doja Cat. It's I, a good song. I, I, said, I feel the like I remember you tweeting about it. The beat goes in fucking sane. Oh, yeah. We need to get, like, Dirk on it. All right, TZ. You can steer this ship now that I've mentioned these Woo! fucking nightmares I've listened to. Let's. This is going to be a problem for the next, like, Let's half steer hour. it really into well. the projects for the week. Uh, first one up, we have, hold on here, uh, Raheem Devon and Apollo Brown here with a collaborative project called Love Sick. Um... Raheem Devon I, is an artist that I've listened to for a, f- a few years now. And I I just... Such a teasy artist, man. How? <laughs> it's boring R&B music. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Um, you wanted to talk about this so bad when you texted me the other day. What did I say? You didn't say anything. I asked you if you listened to it. <laughs> and I asked you if you listened to one song. And I said, oh, this song's really good. <laughs> yeah. So Because remember, we only had one project on put you. Put in the docket. And then I was like, oh, you don't want to talk about Lloyd Banks? <laughs> you know, I, I didn't. But we're. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about either of the things that I suggested to you. <laughs> Here we are. It's <laughs> uh, amazing. Well, I'm gonna keep this a peek behind the curtain as to how this fucking podcast is run. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. <laughs> it's way worse process than you think. Tara, <laughs> to be honest, it's even worse some weeks. 
Oh no, I'm away. He'll be like, he'll be like, he'll be like, did you look at the docket? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> and he'll be like, can you please? And I'll be like, fine. I, and then like a day before, after he makes his notes, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I I know, I know when that happens, because if you don't listen to anything on the docket, TZ's immediate follow-up is, did Tyrell fucking listen to anything on the docket? And so I'll get a text. And inevitably, it's always like, I listened to, to two of the fucking eight things that are there. Or I'm like, no, nah, I just didn't listen to any of it. That's a tomorrow project. Y'all make me so fucking sick sometimes. You're the one that actually listens to everything. Actually, you really don't. Because then <laughs> I'll come in one week and I'll be like, did you listen to this? And you'll be like, no. It's because it doesn't get put on that fucking... Uh, that mm-hmm. thread that ends up yeah. on Reddit. They miss so much stuff that There's comes out. There's too much music, man. Well, they put all the bullshit on there. <laughs> like, really I, I, like, they miss a lot of underground I try stuff. And that duh, I tried to dig for some underground stuff this week, and I was fairly pretty un- unsuccessful. So, Well, you didn't find Baby Goyard. So well, that's your problem. I, sure, I, did. I don't, don't know if believe. I missed that, so... <laughs> You did! It was so good! It was so... Don't listen to him. It was so fun. Back to Raheem Devon and Apollo Brown. This project probably could have stopped after <laughs> Zaddy. Um, the last three songs were... Yo! Isn't Zaddy weird? I gotta look at the track list. I gotta double check on the track list. Because I'm pretty sure if I'm, it's the song I'm thinking of. It has to be like the third to last song. Fourth. Fourth to last um, yeah, that song was fucking weird, man. <laughs> and I, it, the project could have stopped after that. I, I mean, I was pretty checked out for like the last three tracks. Um, I think the stretch from track one through the uh, West Side Boogie feature is actually really strong. Uh, Sky Zoo sounds good. Becky Kane. No, he doesn't. I, okay, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, who, who mixed that, ver- that, vo- that verse? The mixing was awful. It was fucking terrible. It sounded like it was recorded through a coffee can. I gotta go and, like, listen now. Like, the mixing is so bad on that verse when I listen today. I don't know. They don't have it. Oh, 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 they might have it in here. Um, (laughs) Anyways. um, Becky Kane was really good. Westside Boogie sounded really good as well, too. Uh, but I mean, every I I thought that stretch from from track one through the boogie song was super solid. I didn't really have a whole lot of issues with what was going on. I mean, lyrically, it's I mean it it's basically in the title tracks. Uh, a lot of love, one time, about a one night stand. Uh, I but I mean, the Z- I will agree the Zaddy song is kind of weird. What if one time was about the Migos song? (laughs) (laughs) They have a fucking timer up right now for Giannis, and it has 13 seconds, and they called the 10-second violation on it. Again? Yeah, like they literally just showed it, which is so goofy. Gee, mini Christmas. Sorry. Sorry to to drive us off the the rails. Uh, Overall, it feels like it drags on. A little too long which is why i wish it would have got cut a couple tracks short but for the most part i mean if you're in the mood for some some love songs r&b no i mean some grown like grown r&b that's gonna sound like stuff you would have heard late 2000s uh early 2010s like if you like tank mm-hmm. 
if you mm-hmm. like uh uh fuck what's his name that sings the beautiful song where it's like so beautiful that song i can't remember that guy's name if you liked if you liked tyrese's career <laughs> like that type of r yeah you would probably yeah like this. I, that's I, a good way to phrase it i definitely agree i thought apollo brown i mean i just enjoy <coughs> apollo brown production so it felt boring for apollo brown, but i mean it's not felt safe it's not i mean it Nah, how many of it. these projects are is Apollo Brown on? Like this type of R and B? Probably not that much. I don't know. I'm used to more like uh, boom bat right. beats. So that's that in in that regard. There, that's for 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 me. I I didn't really have a whole lot of issues. I mean, you thought it it fit the script. I guess. I mean, I didn't really. I wasn't expecting some otherworldly type of production to go with this. I, I just thought it fit. That's fair. And like, from like the perspective of someone who would like, if you're gonna be branching out and like trying different production, you're probably not gonna go super experimental like off rip. Like you're gonna want to like make sure that you know what that sound is and that you can replicate like the the sound that you want before you really start experimenting so like if apollo brown doesn't make like a lot of instrumentals like this i can see why like this one is on the safer end did you enjoy this also the uh yeah i thought it was fine um the mixing of uh the fucking sky sky zoo vocals is absolute ass i went i went i'm surprised you didn't notice that like when you listen well Again, like I'm talking teasy. Oh, yeah, no. Again, like you just no, you just like reiterated on the point. I have like, no. Was like, eh. A lot. I have no fucking um. A lot of when I was I listening had a to this to wasn't this. with my headphones in. Ah, uh, so that would have been it, because like you would hear it and you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, what are they doing?" Yeah. Because it sounds like it's through a coffee filter. Yeah. Like it sounds muffled as fuck. Do you have any issues with this, Tyro? I mean, in terms of sonically or lyrically, um, or any songs that really stand out to you that weren't good? Um, no, I don't really have like any issues. But on like the flip side, I also don't have like a lot that I would call out as like really good. Um, maybe the "Just Fall in Love" track with West Side Boogie. Like I liked, I liked that, but. There, there was nothing that really stood out to me, but there was all like good or bad. It was just a decent album to let rock. Outside of the mixing on the Sky Zoo project, or the project on his verse, I thought like the overall sound sounded really clean. I thought it was really well put together. Like you can tell, Apollo Brown, he just has it down to a T how to mix and make all of his instrumental sound really good, and like you can hear the different parts of it if you really sit and concentrate and listen to it. The only song I did like was just fall in love. <laughs> cause like I, like when I text Trent, this is the only reason this is on yours. Cause I text Trent and I said, did you listen to this project? And then I said, I only listened to this song and it was a really good song. The beats really good. The keys are really good. The overall vibe on that song. I think is it really stands good. out whenever it comes on. Yeah. Cause Raheem sounds really good. Everything just hits a really good groove and hits a really good pocket on that song. And I just love the way it sounds. It just sounds great. I really enjoy it. But then it kind of just goes back to whatever. But like we were saying, Zaddy, 
Zaddy stands out because it's just, it's just a really uncomfortable song for me to listen <laughs> not, to. Not quite as uncomfortable <laughs> as the track last week, but. That, no, okay, so the, the, the difference is, like, I was rock fucking hard when I heard that song last I, week. I came around on that track last week. Like, I was like, dick out in the biblioteca, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like Tyrell's name. Um. Oh, man. <sighs> okay, well, I guess let's talk about uh, Christopher. Charles Lloyd, (laughs) a.k.a. Lloyd Banks, rapper from Queens, New York. Yes, sir. Is here with another album. What I thought was really interesting was that uh, this is only his fourth studio album. And he has 16 mixtapes. Yeah, he's been around for forever. Yes. Uh, this is the first uh, full-length project since his mixtape, uh, All or Nothing, Live It Up, back in 2016. And it's his first album in, I think, 10-ish years? Since that one with uh, I Don't Deserve You and Started Up. I can't remember. Hunger, the Hunger, something for Hunger. Yeah, Hunger two. for More. Yeah. Yeah. And so... No, uh, no, 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 no. I... Really didn't want to listen to this. If we're, <laughs> if we're gonna be honest, this is this is from your glory and, days. This is from your favorite era of music. And then I had one of the homies be like, "I need a review of the Lloyd Banks project." <laughs> and I said, in all caps, "Need?" Question <laughs> mark. Bro, who are you talking? I to? bet you, I can probably give you one guess. Of who is going to listen to this type of music and like it? No. AJ? No. <laughs> is he built like an ottoman? Joyce. No way! Yes. He listened to this? Okay. So. Wait, are you I, serious? He's like, did he say that? He needs this? I will, or you I just will send you a me? screenshot. <laughs> Are you fucking? I would have actually listened and provided actual content. I'm I'm telling you, man. I was like, "Fuck!" Now I need to do this. Yeah, and um, so I listened. I I had listened once already before he told me to do this, and so, but I didn't plan on going back. Because I mean, let's just be honest here. An hour and seven minutes straight of Lloyd Banks, man. It's it's a lot in one sitting. Okay. Um I and when I was listening to this, it just <laughs> Come on man, it was I <laughs> It felt like this drug on forever. Oh my! Is he even gonna listen to this, dude? Like I, I, I look at like, what song I'm at after at like song nine or ten, and I see that I'm like halfway done, and I'm like, oh my fucking Christ! Why are you talking like it's bad? Because it's not though. It's just, I man, it. I feel like I could put this in like our list of uh, artists that. 
we don't need to talk about every single week when they release music. <laughs> this is his first time releasing know, in like five years. But it fits that aesthetic and criteria. <laughs> Come on, dude. Let's get to the substance. And Lloyd Banks, he's rapping on here, I guess. Um, <laughs> if you like that kind of boom bapish New York type of sound and Lloyd Banks sounding kind of gruffy on here. Uh, I mean, you're going to like this a lot, I guess. I mean, just like Joyce, it's kind of right up his fucking alley. Me? Yeah, I don't know, man. How is this? Ra- I didn't know he was like in the real New York hip hop. <laughs> He's going to be so disappointed when he listens to you review this project. And you have no lyrics that stand out. You have no beats that stand out. You don't have any features that stand out. I I told you you were going to be disappointed in my performance today. Because, whew. I'm extremely oof, disappointed. man. I tell you what. I can't, I can't believe um, it, Sidewalks is cool, I guess. Uh, Freddie Gibbs <laughs> sounds fine. They don't even have him listed as yeah, a feature. Yeah, I was going to point that out. I was pleasantly surprised, though, when I heard him. Because I thought he sounded really good. Uh... I thought, like, the first five songs were yeah. really good. And then it probably could have stopped, One, two, three, you know? Four, okay, no. No. <laughs> Crown was really good. Crown is a really good song. I think what helped for Crown, for me to even notice it, was, you know how I was telling you how I listen to, like, four songs and then I stop because I have a meeting and then I'll come back into yeah. the album? It was one of those things where I paused it and then when I came back to the album, like, after it, I, I heard the, the food song with Styles P and then it went in the crown and I was like, holy shit, crown is yeah. really good. Like the beat and the build up into it and then his the way he raps in that song sounds really, yeah. really good too. I, um, I don't have any issues with his rapping. I don't. I have issues with his singing. Okay. I, I only have one note for this entire project and it just says, you don't have to try and sing, semicolon, just be, in all caps, you, smiley face. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, if you guys read the note, you'd be like, this is way funnier than the de- <laughs> delivering it out loud. I mean, that's but just every like, fucking Twitter segment. <laughs> oh, no. Twitter segment is different, man. Tyrell, what did you think? I thought I was listening to a Nas project. <laughs> what? Like, is that good or bad? Like, <laughs> I Neutral, I guess. Um, I started playing it, and it felt like... Uh, fuck. It felt like life is good. Like, that's what I thought I was... There was something about it that felt like that to me. So it was amazing? <laughs> I, life, uh, life is good is good, you motherfucker. Don't is, you dare. T- <laughs> actually, it's a little bit more interesting than what I was listening to here. Well, I say life is good is good, but, like, th- this was, like, that same <laughs> same vein. Like, that, just, like, just New York hip-hop. Sure it wasn't more King's Ransom than life is good? <laughs> King's Disease, you mean? It was better than King's Disease. <laughs> I'll give it that. Uh, I was disappointed in the uh, Benny the Butcher feature. Mm. It it just didn't. It felt like uh, Benny didn't have like the charisma that I'm used to him having, or like even like the delivery. Like it just fell off. It felt like he kind of phoned it in for this. Is it because he just didn't sound as good as Lloyd Banks? Maybe. Who is in his prime? (laughs) 
I'm saying like this isn't a bad listen. It's just I don't have a lot to say. It's a long fucking listen, man. Look, look, man. Cut this look, down man. to like 40 minutes and we'll talk. But I, you give me an hour so, and seven minutes. This. So hang on. So this Lloyd Banks performance is like 2014 Kevin Durant once Westbrook went down and he was averaging 35 points a game and he won the MVP that year. That's Lloyd Banks on this project, man. I, Fizzled out in the playoffs, but you know he was there for the regular season. <laughs> he, he was putting in work. Like, like I can't knock the fact that like there, were, you can feel the effort that went into this on his part. But um, well, don't say that because we've been shitting on it. So now it just sounds like his best isn't going to be good enough for us. Uh, when so before I Especially listened to this, I like pulled up the fucking uh, the Google Docs to be like, all right, what do we have to listen to this week? Because I knew I knew one of the things that was going to be on there. And all I saw was Lloyd Banks, enter, tab, this was somehow the longest hour of my life. (laughs) And let me tell you, when that is your fucking intro to this goddamn project, like, (laughs) you don't go in with high hopes. What's crazy is, like, the project that comes after this is, like, the exact same length. All, All of these were, all of these projects were an hour long. Hey, don't forget Baby Tron's in there too, baby. <laughs> I was so <laughs> upset. God. I don't big fucking baby, bro. Just tell us you don't like music and talking about it on a podcast without telling us that you don't like music and talking about it on a podcast. Oh, Jordan, did you like this? Yeah, man, I'll probably go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so look, look, if I put this on a flash drive and I put it in the little primer box and I send it back 10 years, I'll, like, I'll love this shit. You, I'll be ready to listen to it. You send this bitch back 10 years, like, this will be the hottest shit on the streets. This is fucking... Actually, if I send it back 15 years, everyone would be like, yo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, if this came out at the same time as the documentary, it would just fit right in. If this dropped, like, at the same time as Illmatic... Do you think it would eclipse Illmatic? It would eclipse everything because of the mixing. <laughs> That's and fair. The, the rapping and the beats. Like every part of it would eclipse everything at that time. Would be the biggest rapper just... in the world. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about transporting real hip hop 25 years back to the golden era of hip hop when real hip hop was what was the best thing. Like what the fuck do we expect to happen? Hey, yo, this shit's a two-pack of ass. <laughs> the Source magazine gives it one mic out of five. <laughs> it's competing against fucking Juicy. <laughs> Give me a break. Shucks. Lloyd Banks, I mean, keep doing you, dog. You a legend, but... <laughs> to who? <laughs> I'm done. I'm just kidding, man. He is a legend. He is a legend <laughs> in his own. Who? Look, we're too young to even give a fuck. Because, like, his prime was when we were just, like, fucking in diapers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I don't but. think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks, man. All right. Well, let's... Look. Shout out Minister Lloyd. Someone was your way into this Lloyd. last project here. <sighs> Dominique <laughs> Armani Jones. Yeah, you don't enjoy anything. <laughs> There's not a single thing that came out this week that you had a positive attitude. You you didn't even intro him and you sighed. 
These are your heroes. AKA Little Baby. And Dirk. The GOAT. Derek Banks. The greatest person to ever come out of Chicago. AKA Little Dirk. Behind Chief Keefe. <laughs> is here. Important distinction. It's a collaborative it's project. It's important, actually. Called The Voice of the Fuck Heroes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck Big Mansa. Fuck Saba. Fuck McJenkins. This is the first time that these two artists Fuck have no gotten name. together. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm going in on all previously of Previously collaborated common. on six occasions beforehand. Fuck poop fiasco. Oh. Uh, Lil Baby, one of the biggest rappers out right now. One of the premier lyricists on the mainstream market. Yeah. And See, this is how I know you didn't fucking listen, you son of a bitch. <laughs> look. Here, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, I listened drive. three times. Sure. Three. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're never gonna get a 4PF chain, just so you know. I didn't take anything away from this. That's okay. I, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't take. You don't have a single. I note? have not a. You don't have a single song I, you like? No. I don't have a note. I don't have anything to say about this. <laughs> I mean, I, I it's, do you have an intro for Do you have a real intro for either of the artists? What do you mean? We didn't get any background. We just got a, we just got a, we got a full name and that was I it. I told you that they previously <laughs> collaborated six times before this. Okay, man. And that little baby was the biggest artist out right now. They're, they are two of the biggest artists out. What more do you want me to tell you? What did this sell? Uh, give me a minute and I'll look it up for you. All right, thank you. All right, let's get into the meat this discussion, man. What you, would you love about this project? Nothing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, my opinion is if I had not listened once. Okay. So it was uh, white noise. Yep. Okay. So uh, before I, while Tyrell's looking that up, let me just say a couple things. Uh, so I always look at the reviews before. I don't ever watch the reviews or read the reviews before we do the podcast because I don't want to clutter my mind with already like out external thoughts about the project. But I'll look at the score. So like I saw a pitch for it, gave it like a six or six point six point eight. I was like, okay, whatever. And then I rem- I went and I watched the Fantano and clicked on the description to see what the score was that he gave it. And I think he gave it a six too. And I was like, and he had a lot of like top tracks and I, I just don't, I do not believe for a second that he liked anything on this project. Like I really, anything that has like any wide mainstream appeal, I refuse to believe that he's unbiased when it comes to that stuff. Like I just refuse to believe that he took anything away from this project and really liked it. Cause he does it with like, trap artists that start to get big and every single time i'm just like i don't buy it one bit because like everything that makes that artist like their their own enti- entity usually gets stripped away by the time that a project comes out that fantano likes and it's more mainstream appeal and it takes away that originality and it just becomes more boiled down and more sounding like everything else in the landscape which is why i just refuse to believe that this he's just like yeah they're at their pinnacle right now because there's like times on this project when i'm listening where i'm just like this definitely isn't the best version of Lil Baby I've ever heard. 
And it's definitely not the best version of Lil Durk that I've ever heard in my life either. It's like how, and I, I hate whenever I see like, because in the in the description too, it said that Lil Baby and Lil Durk work back and forth to bolster each other and bring out what's best mm-hmm. in each of them. And I'm kind of like, eh, on that because I don't believe that. Because I actually I had a lot of time today, and I actually went track by track and read the lyrics through all of it and made notes on the majority <laughs> of this stuff because. I, when I first listened to this, it kind of, I'm going to let Tyrell talk here in a second, but after I finish this, cause then I'll fucking go into my whole thing about everything. But, uh, when I first listened to this, I was kind of with TZ where I was just like, fuck man, this is kind of a, like a waste of my time. Like everything's just blending together. But I started chunking it. Cause I remember I texted you about yeah. that too. I was like, where I was like, I, when I chunk this, it's not bad at all, but there's like a line on one of the songs. It was like the fourth song that stuck out to me by a little baby. And I was like, holy fuck, this is really good imagery. And I was like, fuck, maybe I'm not listening to the project and I'm not like actually paying attention to what's being said. But uh, Tyrell, you, just, you talk. I got, I got a lot of stuff to say when I get the chance. You're good. Uh, so sales figures um, aren't out yet, but it's projected to move between 165 and 185K. That makes sense. Uh, with an estimated 200 million audio streams. Because I was thinking 200K, but because I didn't think it was going to, if it was a solo effort from either of them, I, maybe I would have said 200K, but I feel like the collab doesn't, it never has like the right juice behind it, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But I had much the same reaction as you guys. I listened to this about three, four times and listening through it uh, all the way the first time just ran together i didn't pull many tracks out uh but the on subsequent listens rather than like trying to just go through it all in one run i just picked tracks at random and i was like i'm gonna listen to this and like the tracks following it and we'll see if i pick anything out doing it that way um trying like listening to it in that manner uh the that's facts please and up the side uh with young thug i enjoyed that run and then uh, i think it's man of my word or still hood um five and six like those ones stood out to me as like good tracks that i would go back to um so i don't have a whole hell of a lot to say about this so how do you think that takes away from the project because I know both of you have said now that if you chunk it, there are things to take away. But on a full run through, we didn't. You get you both. All three of us didn't have that same thought process. So is that? Do you think that other people thought that? Is that something that you think is a is a problem with the project? Like, do you think that you would rather? pick and choose songs or chunk the project and listen to it in short spurts. Like I just, I'm curious on if you thought about that side of things. I don't think it's a problem like necessarily. Uh, if, if you were going to have a listening party and just fucking put on an album and everyone sits around and listens to all the way through, it might be an issue. But like if you're hopping in your car and driving from like one place to another, like out running errands, this is, album is fucking great for that because, like, it in short bursts like that, it keeps you engaged and you catch a lot more. Um, 
so like for just driving around like running out to like the grocery store running get your mail and shit like that like it was fine for that i think in the day and age that we live in is you don't get cds and you don't sit with cds long enough to actually do what tyrell's talking about because every week it's like a fucking list of 20 different projects that come out and you get one shot at it almost every time unless it's an artist that you really like and if they blow that fucking one listen through, you're never going to come back and you're never going to chunk it and you're never going to listen through. You literally have to sit and force yourself to actually go through and start trying to pick stuff out. And in this day and age, you just have so much stuff and you're overwhelmed with stimuli. It's like, why would you ever do that? Why would I waste this time when I can let Big Daddy Spotify algorithm pick everything out in my Discover Weekly and tell me what I already like on instant listen? Like... Because you go back, fucking, think about when you got, like, graduation or late registration on a CD. How many times do you think you ran that back before you even listened to a different CD? Like, you probably went and sat through I Wonder or fucking Drunken Hot Girls, like, eight times before you even decided you liked those songs. And that's because, like, that was all you had at that time, which is way different than now, where it's like, you get 20 of these songs and it's like, fuck, someone else just dropped at the same time. It's 20 more of those songs. It's like, who has the time to just sit there and digest all of this stuff? Like, I feel so bad for people that review music and have to write about music and get it out within, like, three days. It's like, how the fuck do you sit and digest the whole project unless you, like, literally listen to it the entire week and then, or listen to it, like, an entire day multiple times? And even then, like, it doesn't even give you time for shit to, like, grow on you or anything. So, like, chunking it makes sense. Like, I think it's fine to do that. We just don't have the time or the opportunity to really do it now because everyone's just like, well, what was your reaction to this right away? And stuff like that. Yeah, I was just curious. So you got thoughts on the rest of this, Jordy? Yeah. Okay. So when I heard this was announced, I wasn't excited because uh, every single time we have like a collaborative project that comes out, it's always a letdown. And a lot of the times it's because the two styles don't either mesh well enough or they don't complement each other enough. And then it just becomes... You pick one of the two artist styles and then it becomes really redundant version of that person. And then it sounds like a feature on that type of song. So like when we talked about the future and the Lil Uzi Vert collab project that came out, a lot of that would either sound like a future song with a Lil Uzi Vert feature or a Lil Uzi Vert song with a future feature. And some of them are hits and some of them are misses, but it always feels like they probably got together for like either a week or a couple days and just fucking recorded everything. It's not stuff that they got to sit with. They got to run through teams and do a bunch of stuff too. And a lot of times it's like, it's never really, really good. Like what's the last time you heard a collab project between two rappers that just came together, put something out and it was like something incredible. Watch the throne. That's fucking <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> I was going to say without warning, 21 Savage yeah. and uh, Offset. Yeah. That one was really good. But to be fair, I even like the, the Cactus Jack one. With uh, uh, Quavo and Travis Scott, that one grew on me a lot more. I think I have a lot more tolerance for this type of stuff, though. So, but I, they definitely don't like blow me away the way that like Watch the Throne did back when that came out, and then the way that Without Warning is. So, like going into this project, I was like, I'm not expecting amazing stuff, but maybe we'll be able to take something away from this. And then like today, I was just like. Trying to figure out when's the first time you even listen to Dirk or when's the first time I listen to Lil Baby. Like, Dirk's been around for fucking ever, dude. Dirk had This Ain't What You Want, which I listened to today. Oh, my God, that song sounds so dated. Like, it came out in 2014. 
but it sounds so dated compared to nowadays. It's like all the sound, but you hear the foundation for the sound that Dirk would grow into in like the entire Chicago drill scene. Like all of that stuff, it, the foundation was there. You could hear all the sound and how it would blow up and become what it is today. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I didn't link you guys it because I was like, this is way too late in the process to be like, yo, listen to this shit because <laughs> you have three hours with the projects that you need to listen to. You're not going to have fucking time to be able to just go and click on a song that I sent you because that's evident when TZ was talking about stuff that he listened to and he didn't remember that he even listened to what I sent him. <laughs> um, so like when I was listening through the first three songs are perfectly fine. Um, they're like whatever the first song is actually kind of a letdown because it's just kind of really boring i think that's the title track with the same title as the actual um project i thought that song was such a letdown but when it got to who i want so when this beat comes in it sounds like a little dirk song but that wasn't the part that was like really sticking with me like little baby his flow is so incredible like when you when you listen to it casually, it really blends into the background. And it sounds like he's mumbling. But if you really like focus in on him breaking down the words and like saying them, hits so fucking fast and it's so on point every single time. And I'm like, how the fuck does he do this? Because like if you ever try to read the lyrics with him while he says it, you're just like, I, you can't keep up. Like it's just so fucking fast and it's so smooth every single time. I've seen people say that it sounds like a run-on sentence, like really jammed in. But the problem with that is that this run-on sentence always fits within a measure of a bar. Like it never cross, crosses over and it never gets off beat, which is actually really incredible, like as a technical rapper when you think about it. Because when you listen to like people that rap fast, you think of like whenever Logic would rap fast or like when the white rappers would really just like pick up their cadences and stuff. Like it sounds really like staccato and on beat, but like in a really, like it's too quantized. But when you listen to Lil Baby, there's like natural swing in it while it also stays in between the four measure. And it's like, it's so crazy. Like his flow is probably one of the best that are, that's out right now. On who I want, the second verse is what stood out. Well, okay, so in the first verse he said, uh, he said some things, I don't wanna say it again, cause like now that I read them in my head, I don't wanna say it out loud. But there is a line in the first verse that he says that I'm just like, that's real as fuck. But uh, <laughs> in the second <laughs> verse, he, when he says how we used to swap our spit with each other, we don't even speak. I was like, that's actually a really fucking good bar. Like the metaphor that's in it and the way that it ties together and the imagery. I was like, that, like, he's a lot better songwriter than people would think because like, you're probably not really listening to his verses because like TZ was saying and like Tyrell was saying, a lot of it just blends into the background and it all starts to sound the same and his flow just sounds monotone. But like, when you really listen, you're just like, wow, this motherfucker's actually spitting. So we start getting through the project and I'm like, what I like about this is that it's really high energy. Um, I think they, I think they work together, but they don't like bring the best out of each other, which is fine. But like, you kind of want something more out of like the two biggest rappers when they collaborate together, still running. At first I wrote, I don't even want to hear Meek Mill rap again. <laughs> like I'm so done with Meek Mill as like a person. I'm so done with him as an artist. Like, if you ever follow his Twitter, you're like, what is he, fucking 14? He's like 36 years old, tweeting like he's a goddamn teenager. Um, but then I ran this song back, and I was like, you know what, I changed my mind. I kind of like him here. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Lil Dirk intro, when it gets to his verse, it hits a very familiar cadence to Chicago Drill. Like, if you ever listen to a lot of, um, like, Chief Keef, Lil Reese, uh, G Erbo, 
some Lil Bibby, some King Louie. Any of that, you'll hear like the the bass will like the kicks will hit on on beat, like it'll be a steady beat, and then they'll rap in this like certain cadence, and it like it's it's prevalent in Chicago drill over the last decade. So cool. Um, the kick pattern in this song was really cool too. It so like in a lot of these songs, it, there's a there's a driving force behind it, and it's not usually the kick. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it hits like a certain BPM, and it just like carries the project all the way through. But on this song, they like doubled up the kick at the beginning of each verse and at the end of it when they cut sounds out, and it like pushes the song further. And I was like, this still running song is like really really good. And like I can't, I don't know how to describe the kick. Cause it'll like it'll double up, but it'll hit like a triplet flow, like the way Migos raps, and then it'll continue into the beat again. And I'm like, fuck, that's really good. Like it really helps to carry momentum into the next verse and then continue on with the song. Um, medical, I really hate uh, songs that start with a piano lead that also have a low brass that swells in. And other songs that you can think of that sound like this is basically any DJ Khaled mainstream song. They always have like a piano lead and then some kind of like lower end sound that like tries to push it up and make it feel significant when you think of like 2006 trap era like ti and jeezy like you'd have those really loud horns and it would always sound super significant and you couldn't figure out why there's some kind of like lower end noise that like pushes it up and they're like fuck are they trying to make this sound like royalty or importance i hate songs like it that because they just sound they're, they're all over the mainstream but you never notice it unless you really try to concentrate and you try to figure out what that noise is. Hate it. Fuck that. Uh, How It Feel, the song right after it, completely contrasts that feeling with the piano. That piano melody is way more engaging. It's way more simplistic, but it works so much better. Dirk's verse is really, really good on this song. The cadence, the theme's really good. I like how he's like, I know how it feels to not eat and have head pain, but then follow it up with, I know how to, I know how it feels to dodge the scooters, smoke out the garage, and then follow it up in the same verse saying, rushing while you're cheating, use water, wash the cum out. And I was like, there's a lot of like things that are like intertwined within this one verse, and it's really weird. And then also in the end of the verse saying, I know how it feels to pour a four next to the Obama house. Like, how are these four things interconnected within the same verse? His cadence and his delivery on that song is actually really good. I thought that was one of the best verses on the entire project. Lying. Lying sounds like a Dirk beat. So one of the themes that I noticed going back and forth is that some of the beats sound like they were really made for Lil Baby, and then some of the others were sound like they were made for Lil Dirk, going back to the same thing that we were talking about with two artists that when they start collaborating, it sounds like one artist is making the song, the other artist is hopping on it. It's a tired out concept. You need shit that like either is out of their realm and they're both coming together on it, or they, their sounds just work together and they don't clash. Um, the Lying Beat actually sounds like something King Von would rap on. There's a lot of times that it hits that like cadence that King Von does. I don't know how much you a guys lot of listen King to King Von it, references but in King, here too. Yeah, because like King Von and like Dirk are in the same crew and they're like super duper close. So like um, when King Von died, like that's why you'll hear a ton of King Von references in Dirk's music because they're part of the same crew and shit like that. Um, but that beat sounds super interchangeable with a lot of uh, the other King Von projects. But this is, a, this is a, towards the point of the project where I'm just like, this is way too bloated. We need to cut down collab project. If, my new rule for collab projects is 12 songs maximum. 10 to 12 songs. If it gets good reviews, then you can release the, a deluxe. If not, then just fucking shelf them because I don't want to hear it. It's too much, especially if we do this fucking podcast. Nobody wants to sit through an hour of this shit, especially if they don't like it. Amen.
Something else that I noticed. Continue. Something else <laughs> that I noticed on this project. There was a lot of notable producers that were on here, but they didn't bring much to the table. Because when it comes to the production, a lot of this sounded very generic trap or it sounded very in the lane of a certain artist, which was really weird because we had a lot of wheezy beats. When you think of wheezy beats, they're a lot more atmospheric. They're glamorous, like trap songs. Like whenever you think of a Gunna project or, or the Nav emergency, emergency Tsunami, a lot of the samples would drive those beats and a lot of the kicks and the, like the hi-hat patterns, they sounded a lot more lush. On here, it really just boiled down to, does this sound like a little Dirk Chicago Drill type beat or an Atlanta Lil Baby type beat? Here have it, put my producer tag on it. And that's kind of disappointing, especially when on 20, I think it's 2044, you hear forever rolling. And then I'm like, oh, so it's going to be like a fucking crazy Detroit Midwest style beat. And then it ends up just being like the most generic run of the mill trap beat. Like forever rolling has really good beats. And I've heard him make really good beats for ESTG for uh, the Remember Me song with uh, Babyface, right? I'm like, like, what are we doing? And even the ATL Jacob beat. Like, the ATL Jacob beat was so generic, too. I've heard really good ATL Jacob beats. Like, if you go listen to the Wizard Project by Future, those beats are so much more spacey. There's so much more sound. There's so much more layers to it. And there's so much more interesting than anything that was given on here. I was like, man, what the fuck are we doing with the production? That was, those are places where we could have got good outside production and just threw these guys on and let them experiment and then see if it sounded good. Like, you have the, the producers right there. You just didn't do it. Um, please, the vocal run by Lil Baby on the chorus, I thought was really interesting. Uh, up the side, even Thug on his worst days is still really good. Uh, the horns sound like, this is one of the only songs that fits the entire theme, where the horns and the melody that the actual horns did sounded like a superhero theme. Like, I could hear Superman flying in to save the day with that horn melody going on in the background. I was like, cool. Which brings me to the title of this project. What exactly is the voice of the heroes? Um, do those people need a voice? And why is it Baby and Dirk? Like, <laughs> like I, I didn't get that. Like, it doesn't make sense when you really think about it. Like, okay, sure. Uh, one more comment. Rich off pain. Generic. I can't get in the Rod Wave. Overall, I think this project is pretty okay. I think if I were to strip it down, it could be really listenable and you could probably take something away. But if you have to go through and pick it out yourself, who's going to have the patience to do that? Nobody. Yeah. I told you I came prepared. You this really was, did. I'm like, so thankful. <laughs> I, I, was, I really, I, really, we were just yeah. riding your Jansport that whole fucking time. Speaking of... I know which projects I have to backpack on. You, you, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of long projects, we finally get a Migos album again and the fucker is 19 tracks have you listened to the singles no they're okay so so you haven't listened to straighten no turn a pandemic into a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> i took a perk and i'm going berserk oh come on dude no i have this <laughs> that, that i have this shit. rule it's that it's it's a lot better than if there's like i thought it would be if, i'm not even joking if there's a uh, an album release like stretched out here and there are singles being released i will not listen to the singles so you haven't listened to any of the pierre born signals no oh my god you're in for a treat just wait till you hear him say my money talks it's funny it stutters oh my god <laughs> you're gonna be you'll faint just like i did god. i actually <laughs> drove into the ditch Jeez, bro just collapsed in the middle of his fucking living room 
Um, we get a Polo G project this week as well, too. Uh, Sky Zoo's got a project. Larry June's got a project. Polo G is going to sell the most this year. It has to. It's got to. Like that, that fucking, it has to. It's got to be at, it's got to be 250K minimum. Wow. Wow. That's a I don't think claim. it sells any less. We got a lot of, uh, we do have a lot of artists, big name artists that are getting ready to release this summer though here too. We have projects from her coming out. Um, it sounds, Boo. sounds like Tyler, the creator is getting ready to release a project here this summer as well. Um, gold link has a project. There's, um, gosh, there's a Doja cat has her release coming out on the 25th as well too. So between- we should talk about best friend. <laughs> we can we absolutely so can these, uh, these next few weeks we already have a song we gotta talk about these next few weeks songs. are gonna be really good in terms Shit. of uh, a major artist pretty much every single week bro I'm gonna cry at midnight I've listened to all the singles I couldn't this it, it leaked earlier this week and I've kept myself from listening to the leak I, I don't know how you had that much self control even the person that does all the beats recreations of his projects recreated all the beats on YouTube already. Wild. Oh. And I haven't watched those videos either. He's so good. That person is so good at it too. Like they're the closest I've ever heard to anyone getting to the actual beats. That's crazy. That's, that's absolutely crazy. Scout. Um, well, uh, this, this week was, wasn't a, a whole lot in terms of things going on, but I think let's start with, uh, Let's start with this. <laughs> I know that uh, this song was sent to me uh, by uh, Fantasia a couple days ago. They said, hey, have you have you heard this song? I was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, so I listened to You've it. You've never been rolling down in the deep. And as soon as I pushed play, it sounded like I've heard it before. But I could not figure out where I have heard this song before. And apparently this song is charting really high. I think it's been on the charts for, what, eight weeks? Maybe 12? I don't remember. It feels it's like it's been lot. there for it's fucking ever. First of all, who is Masked Wolf? Who is this person? He's, he's an Australian artist, uh, if I remember Crikey. correctly. I don't know an Iggy Azalea drop to be able to like do an anthem from her. A rapper hailing from Sydney, Australia, uh, started <laughs> posting songs on YouTube and SoundCloud in 2018. <laughs> Gunshot from him breaking free throws. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tyra. You're good. Uh, achieved an unexpected breakthrough in 2021 when his song "Astronaut in the Ocean" went viral on TikTok. TikTok. Ah, God, that's where it is. Wow, man. that machine is pushing that. Yeah, that song is terrible. <laughs> it is so bad. Cause I, I, so like when you sent it in that list of like songs, yeah, I was like, what the fuck is that? And uh, later on that week, I the on Reddit they'll post the Billboard Top 100 thread, and I never click on it. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go and look at what's on the top 100. And that song was eight, and I was like, okay, so I have to hear it and hear what it is. <laughs> We're, our boy is about to go and have his Def Jam poetry night here with the motherfucking <laughs> uh, collegiate level bars. God, yo, I'm re- I, so this is the I did not read the lyrics until just now. All right, you, you want me to fucking start? 
The first four have got me rolling right now. The first four bars in the first verse have got me just forever rolling. I, the, I, who is listening to this? Yeah, no, like every time I hear the chorus, everyone, what the fuck you mean? Every time I hear the chorus, I'm like, this is so cheesy. This it's is like bad. This is like Disney Channel fucking rap type shit. Oh, so Olivia Rodrigo got a career now, and you think that anyone can be a fucking... <laughs> fucking the chorus is, what you know about rolling down in the deep. When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental uh, mental freeze. <laughs> I'm just call like, it a fucking brain freeze, dog. Come on. Yeah. Mental freeze? That's not even a good... Who the fuck calls no, it a mental freeze? Maybe that's an Australian thing that we just don't get. When these people talk too much, put that shit in slow motion, yeah. <laughs> I feel like an astronaut in the ocean, eh? What? <clears throat> then he just repeats it. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. Verse 1. <laughs> she say that I'm cool, parentheses, damn straight. I'm like, yeah, that's true, parentheses, that's true. I believe in G-O-D, eh? Don't believe in T-H-O-T. She, I mean, stop. Just stop right there. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Who does this appeal to? Me. <laughs> I, believe in, <laughs> I believe in God. I don't believe in thoughts. You also you also de- debated taking some perks too. So, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that contradicts. No, you- what about taking What about taking perks? Contradicts my, <laughs> my perks affinity God. for God. <laughs> I love God. Popping perks in the pew. Holy fuck! <laughs> I'm, I'm just nodding off in church. Descartes. Ah <laughs> uh, fuck! You want me to continue with these lyrics? Yes. Yes, I love this song. All right. She keep playing Rap me em. dumb. I'm a player for fun. Y'all don't really know my mental. Let me give you the picture like stencil. Falling out. <laughs> Stencil bar is fucking nuts. Uh, it's all nuts, bro. Yeah. This game is 83 to 80 with a minute left. Holy shit. What? They're barely scoring. Yeah. Who's up? Uh, the Nets are. Kevin Durant just hit a fucking three. Fuck are we shooting like 20% from the field? Bro, that's my goat, bro. He might be the best player in the league right now. Falling out Definitely in a drought. In no flow. Rain wasn't pouring down. See that pain was all around. See my mode was kind of lounged. Uh, didn't know which way to turn. D- er, fuck. That's why I was tripped up. Didn't know which which way to turn. Flow was cool, but I still felt burnt. Energy up, you can feel my surge. I'm going to kill everything like this one? purge. That's terrible. Yeah. Yes. How do you write that song and think it's good? I need to go into the second verse. Second verse. There's a second verse? Yeah. Second it's verse. It's not any better. Put this shit in a frame. Better know I don't blame. Everything I say, I mean, I seen you deflate. Let me elevate. This ain't a prank. Have you walking on a plank? La, 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 like, both hands together. God, let me pray. Wait, <laughs> did, you, did you accidentally stop no. it? No, no, that's how it's no. written out. <laughs> that is how it's written. Can I get you and TZ singing it together? That line? <laughs> Come on, please. I'm good, G. What do you mean? You're already doing it. Just one time for the one times. <laughs> <laughs> the Raheem song about Migo song. I don't know that TZ and I could sync up to read that. That'd be kind of tough. Yes, you can. We're in Zoom, not Discord. That's fair, I guess. 
Uh, one, two, one, two, three. <laughs> Why would you do it like that? <laughs> what do you mean? Where because you don't like being counted. We start at the top of the line. Or we Wait, just do I, I thought you like, just want the one line. Yes, I want the one line. I thought I thought we were doing the whole verse. But have you have you walk on a plank? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Y'all are grown ass men. Fucking count yourselves in then if you don't want the beat conductor here. <laughs> Alright, TZ. Three, two, one, go. Have, have you walking, walking on a on plank? A plank. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> We're so fucking off on that. We don't. Even, we don't even need to do this. This is literally for only one person's amusement in the entire world, and it's mine. <laughs> There's not a single listener that's like, "Fuck yeah, I need to hear them both do this shit together." Um. All right. Put a beat behind them too. <laughs> all right. Let, let me let me continue with this. Both hands together. God, let me pray. I've been going right, right around. Call that relay. First, pass stop, the baton stop. back, and I'm on. Stop. If you're call- if you're trying to make a track reference, they go left. They don't go right. They don't go right around. This is Australia, motherfucker. Everything's backwards. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. I'm sorry. Aust- Listen. Okay, so you- clearly you don't know anything about the mirror worlds or the mirror tracks in Mario Kart. But on Mario Kart, see, every regular word is the northern hemisphere, and all the mirror tracks are actually the southern hemisphere. So, like, if you could, like, fucking look at a globe for once in your life, you'd understand. <laughs> really? Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like whenever you flush the toilet, like here, like it fucking spins one way and on the other side of the equator, it spins the other way. Yep. And whenever you look in a mirror. Why would these, why would these athletes practice and race in Australia going, turning right and then train to go to the Olympics and they're turning the opposite direction? Why do you, do you ever like <laughs> stop and think about what you're saying before you say it? Sometimes. This is not about like your fucking previous dreams to be a fucking 100 meter hurdle. I couldn't do hurdles, man. It's because you got tiny legs. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you built like a shih tzu. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep it moving with these fucking lyrics. <laughs> Gotta get us away from, from the fucking shih tzu talk. Alright. Pass the baton, back and I'm on. Swimming in the pool, Kendrick Lamar. Boo! <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's the bar. Yo, Biggs Casino has sent me better bars than that. <laughs> Yo, Biggs has, some, Biggs has some heat when he wants to. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Don't fucking feed into this. Oh, fuck, dude. I... I live for the bullshit he sends me. I have to encourage his it. his best bar, or he thinks it is. He just puts in all caps. Wake ho, wake ho. <laughs> yeah, see, no one gets that. Not a single person gets that line. Yeah. The right. Baylor University reference. Swimming in the pool, Kendrick Lamar. Want a piece <laughs> of this? A piece of mine. My piece of sign. Can you please read between the lines? I'm My rhymes stupid. inclined to break That's your a spine. Dumbass fucking line. Is the pieces sign supposed to be like a Pisces wordplay line? I guess. It's a fucking peace sign. Get the fuck out of here. My rhymes inclined to break your spine. They say that I'm so fine. Uh, you can never match my grind. Please do not not waste my time. Bars. There's a double negative in that last one. Doesn't matter. 
a double positive in my book. God, this Fair enough. song is trash. TikTok has fucking garbage taste in music. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I low-key think that's a hit. Sounds like you sounds like you don't know anything about rolling down in the deep. I don't. When your brain goes numb. Call that mental freeze. That's disappointing. It's really right, we want to talk about best friends or we want to talk about fucking Bo Burnham? Let's talk about Bo. Oh, did you guys listen to this song? The one that's linked here? I did. It's probably not the one that you think. <sighs> nope, I See, I thought it. it was the one that was that I, that I thought, so I didn't even try and listen. Which one do you think it is? I thought, it, well, I first thought that it was uh, the Young Thug. Ah! <laughs> See, I knew I knew you motherfuckers. Then you because that could also together. apply to this criteria. It's okay. We don't have to do it this week if you didn't listen. I did not right. listen. We'll come back to it. Okay, then. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's talk about this then. Yep. Fuck. Did both of you watch? Yes. No. <laughs> I this th- I put it in here because I have questions about it. That's why. Okay. Um. Bo Burnham is back uh, in a five-year gap between special stand-up comedy specials, I guess if you want to call it that. Uh, although this one here isn't really a stand-up. It was filmed in a single room, and it sounds like it, from his words, it was recorded uh, and everything by himself, which I thought was really interesting. Um I thought that this it felt more musical than past Burnham specials, even though I know that is like a huge part of his comedy. Um, and I also thought that with everything going on, there were there's some really heavy parts in this year, especially when he starts talking about his mental state with. Him doing this alone, being locked down because of COVID and everything like that as well, too. Uh, and juxtaposing it with the comedy, like, following right after. So I thought that that blend and, and mix going from reality to comedy uh, was really interesting on this go-round. Um, I have more to say, but Tyrell, what were you – I mean, what did, when you list, watched it, what did you think? This special is split into two two parts. Um, like as like you watch it all, like it's a it's one go, but like thematically, it's two different stories being told, mm-hmm. or two different like three uh, two different threads that he's following. Because on the one side, it's like his his comedy, but then on the other side, it's like it's less of a comedy special um, in some moments and more like a vlog of his descent yeah. into like depression and sadness. Um, Cause like when he starts it, he's like, I'm going to record this special while we're in quarantine. And he's like, it's, it'll be great. Like it, it's to keep my mind off of everything. But like as quarantine drags on and like you have like a, <clears throat> um, like a visual uh, tracker for it. Because, like, his hair and his beard get longer and longer. Um, and, like, as it continues on, you can see him, like, getting, like, more and more beat down and getting more and more eclectic and, like, out there with 
the music and like the the bits that he's creating the cinematography for this is incredible it's nuts um just him with the camera is like and like he shows you a lot of the setup a lot of the work that goes into creating these shots um the framing the equipment that goes into it and it all comes together in like this really beautiful way my favorite part i one of my favorite parts about watching this is watching him conduct so watching him like re, like control the the lights with a remote or the times where you see before he starts recording or after he starts recording or when he's watching it back uh, i really like those moments to to show like that he is going through this and trying to make it good i guess or make it authentic in a sense yeah he one of the things that like i think is really interesting about this that could only be done in like this type of format is the way he plays with um the way he plays with aspect ratios and formats of like specifically online entertainment um so there's the song uh facetiming with my mom yep where the the aspect ratio like the whole the whole special is presented in like 16 by 9 um like your standard tv widescreen tv at this point but he cuts the aspect ratio so that it looks like an iphone screen like it's the vertical um ratio for like the duration of that song and like periodically he'll intersperse like other shots with it but he has another bit where he's um kind of like riffing on streamers where it's him down in the corner with like the chair Yo. playing with the fucking Wii con- or yeah, the Wii controller. That made me and, laugh so hard. And like it's the the skit is like him walking around this locked room crying. Um then uh the other one is the like kind of like the Fine Brothers like the React series where it's like people sit down they put the camera, they put like the, the thing that they're reacting to in the upper right corner and like they're looking at the laptop and they're talking through it. That might have been my favorite bit. That, God, that, <laughs> Jordan asked me how I felt about it and I was, I had just finished that point and then I needed to go to bed because I was like really tired. And he asked me what I, what I thought about like the, the special and I just said surreal because of that, that one in particular. That one, I I was watching it, and I just, as it kept going, as the bit kept going, it kept getting funnier because of how it was shot, and you just keep seeing the, the pop-ups going and the reactions, and it kept going longer and longer. I thought that was really cool because, I mean, I'm not well-versed in cinematography or, at, like, video editing and stuff like that, so um, seeing that the the way that it was edited so that it was like one continuous like video while all the other ones were just short clips or replays i guess over and over again i thought that was really really cool yeah i have no idea how he did that i feel like he had to have done it all in one shot and just remembered what he commentated on the last time like the last uh commentary thing right because like and then just cut it down Cause like if he was hiding cuts in there, that would have been fucking wild. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's I started looking for that to see if there were cuts, and I it didn't seem like there were any. You know, so like like you said, you feel like he had to have, you know, cut down the original video and, and kept popping in there. But that was one of definitely one of my favorite bits for sure. Yeah. Jordan, you said you had questions about it. Yeah, I was wondering if it was good. Yeah, that was literally it. I was going to watch it this weekend because I saw mixed uh, opinions on it. So I was like, well, fuck, let me toss my hat in the ring. For the social media discourse that is the Bo Burnham uh, Netflix special. So there's like multiple parts to this that I knew I wouldn't like. So one thing that I absolutely despise, and I don't know why, but it's went back to like when I was probably like three years old. Any musical number that happens in a movie, I hate. I don't know why, but on Disney movies, I would skip them every single time when I was little. It didn't matter what it is. Like, I love music, and I listen to it all the fucking time, but anytime it comes up in a movie, I am 100% out. That's, I hate it with, a, like, an absolute passion. That's most of this. And that's yeah. why I knew, like, I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to like this. The number two thing is I saw tweets about his discourse on corporations and them um, appealing to minorities or the LGBTQIA and how it's not, how it's not real. And that it's clearly done for corporate motives. And I was like, so this is what it took to push the, <laughs> the, the, the regular discourse over was fucking Bo Burnham of all people to champion this idea. Because I've seen this idea championed forever. Yeah. Like, I felt like I've been on this wave that is the most like, obvious thing that corporations do things out of corporate interest. Not because of um, right. they genuinely care. There's not a single fucking entity out there that does it. It used to actually annoy me so much, like when Nike would do something and then someone would repost it and be like, finally, someone's saying this. It's like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, there's, they yeah. really don't care. There's a, there's a couple parts in this special where he does that, but I thought the one that was done humorously was when he has this uh, Sako character. Uh, I I thought that part was, it was done hilarious. Uh, there, with that, the the character that Sako is juxtaposed with the way that Bo Burnham was acting. But there are there are a few different instances where he does go on spiels like that. There's a, there's a lot of times where it'll be like that discourse is already happening, but all it does all it takes is for a white person with a platform to say it before people start championing the idea as well, and then that actually really irritates me. The but like, like the, I, I I okay, you can say what you. No, I'm say like the opening like musical number that he does is is about that he's like i'm just a white guy like changing the world through comedy and it's like him kind of like taking shots at that but at the same time like it is a system that he participates in and that like yeah. he and he knows it like yeah i don't care if he knows it he still does he still participates in it like it's one that's like when elon musk and grimes are like pushing cap or, or communism but then they still participate in capitalism because you're still being a hypocrite and you're still participating in the system that's being bad like, it doesn't matter. Be, let someone else be the voice and let them champion it then if you believe in that so much. There's a few, you have the platform. You could push that forward. There's a few moments I, in this that, like, are – he says interesting shit, and I'm just like, I don't know if he's the right person to be saying these things. Yeah, it's like that's where I become torn on, like, stuff that I think that I should champion too or, like, that I think other people should champion. It's like I'm not the person that should do it, but I don't know who should do it, and I don't want to be the person to do it. And I don't think he should be the person to do it. But uh, 
if it's all music, then I'm probably not going to like it. I never liked him in the first place. I don't find him funny. I don't think he's talented. <laughs> but I think he's talented, but I, it's definitely not anything in my vein that I would find that I would like. I feel like I'd just be irritated the entire time. And that's why I was like, fuck, I need to give it a shot just to like see if there's something that I'm missing. Or like if it opens my world to ideas that I have not thought about. But generally, when it comes to this stuff, I've probably already heard the message being pushed by like lower like people without a platform that I've just come across the idea and it's just like they don't have the loudest voice in the room so no one gives a fuck so it's just a matter of time until someone does and but I mean if it's cool then it's cool like I mean it'll get jerked off by like all the critics and shit oh I'm of guessing. course I think I, that the the second half was more engaging than the first half and I think because the second half shows more realism and like the the um the progression of him deteriorating in terms of the mental state and then how, like uh, Tyrell was saying, how that goes in with the skits that he was doing and how it affects what he was doing, how he was acting, what he was wearing, all that stuff. I thought that part was definitely more interesting. Yeah. I say I'm I'm just the same way, or I am the same way as you, Jordan, where I don't think Bo Burnham's like, necessarily all that funny but i have watched like all well all three of his specials now because i saw them just absolutely getting jerked off by critics and i was like there has to be something here and like he does have like the occasional thing where i'm like this is good this is okay um inside again though like just from a cinematography perspective like a production standpoint inside is like really incredible because it's just him um every single shot every single frame could be uh a screenshot or like a wallpaper like it's all shot super beautifully um there's a specific song that like always stand there's two songs that stand out to me um one of them is his uh problematic one where he's like talking about being problematic and trying to be better and all that. And it just, I, I, I get what he's saying. It's just like the imagery that he chooses to go alongside. It feels weird and like misplaced. Um, Cause like there's a, for most of like that musical number, it's him um, working out. But then like the, latter part of it uh he's like taped up the window and like uh, altered the lighting so that there's like a cross on his wall made out of like, i thought that shit was sunlight. weird and he's like it, it positioned himself as though he's like jesus like a martyr on the cross for being problematic and i'm just like this i feel weird about this coming from you a fucking white man a very unproblematic person. What what problematic stuff has he done? Uh, I mean, he got in, uh, fuck. I don't remember any of the discourse off the top of my head, but like I remember there being a lot of discourse around um when Make Happy came out, but a lot of it centered on like his early material when he so was it wasn't real. Hmm. Was it real discourse or was it just like I don't like remember. It didn't matter. Uh, I mean, it's it been five years. Bullshit. I don't remember what the fuck the discourse actually was anymore. I'm surprised there was a discourse five years ago. Uh, it's fucking... It was on Tumblr. Like, where it was either they loved Bo Burnham or they fucking hated him. 
Um, Where dreams go to die. Yeah. Because, like, there was the the same discourse around um, uh, Childish Gambino and, like, his stand-up. Um, his stand-up is just super corny. Yeah. But anyway. Like. Go on. I was going to say, like, he uh, he could not figure out his voice at all. Yeah. And I don't think he was comfortable with who he is or knew what his identity was. Because I feel like Atlanta, like, even the main character in that, Earn, is, like, a reflection of him in some ways and trying to find that voice and everything. Like, the main character in that goes to Yale, and then in real life, he went to NYC. Or what is it? NYU. NYU. NYC. Yeah. He went to New York City. I mean, he <laughs> did, technically. But, like, he went to NYU. So there's, like, parallels there and stuff. And But, like, I think he's figured out who he is as a person more. And it was becoming more evident as he's gotten older. Yeah. Which is kind of how, like, <laughs> the course of life goes. Exactly. So. Um, going back to Bo Burnham, the other, like, standout, like, musical number that I remember, um, you're going to fucking hate it. Like, every bit of it. Because it feels like a fucking, like... It feels like a, a very classic, like, musical number. With, like, the Ick. tempo and everything. Ick. Um, But it's just him, like, talking about the internet and what the internet, like, is now. Where he's like, it's anything and everything all of the time. And there's, like... And so, like, he just, like, runs down, like, this list of, like, juxtapositions of different things that are on the internet. But, um... He briefly, and I mean briefly, but like he starts talking about what the internet was around like 2000, 2002. Like in How that. How old is he? He's, um, he turned 30. Turned 30 while filming. What does he it. know about the internet in 2000? <laughs> I don't know, man. But like he's talking about like what a, what a different world like the internet is now. Yeah, the. 2008 to 2012, 2013 to like 16, and then like 16 onwards is probably, or 17 onwards is probably like how I would break it down right now. Yeah. Maybe TikTok is the new age of uh, whatever this chunk of the internet is. Maybe post uh, Trump would be a good one. Post Trump like would be a good one. The tw- 2016 and 2020 might be a good era of like everyone's on the internet now. Like, the, the most normie person is like in the discourse of everything yeah i i don't know that i would like break tiktok away from vine like to me like those two things like go side by side like they're as like a deterioration of the human mind yeah and the entire being yeah i actually have so many problems with vine and tiktok just in general like everything about them is like negative towards like society and the human brain and just the way that we function and go about our lives and stuff i like there's so many parts of it that i just are just so noticeable like in the average person that is just bad in so many ways that i will never be like i miss the glory days of vine (laughs) or i'm so glad i'm in the glory days of tiktok like i'll never be a part of that discussion yeah in a positive light okay how we doing? Anyway, Bo Burnham. Interesting special. Piece of shit. I liked seeing people shit on it, too. I thought it was fun. Um, you, is, this, <laughs> is this something we really want to, we need to discuss? Well, I, when you mentioned her as a project coming out, I was thinking, like, is her good? 
doesn't have to be a long one. It's just a yes or no. I like her. I haven't listened to enough her to have an answer. Yeah, she's dog shit. She's an industry plant. Get her the fuck out of here. Why does she have so many Grammy nominations? She ain't do shit. I was I was a really big fan when she started getting getting hot back in like 2018, 2019. This is an industry plant. Tizzy just loves whenever the industry can push some generic R&B towards them. I don't get how she has so many Grammy nominations and all kinds of shit. Like, I don't know anyone that listens to her and champions her. Like, in the real world. Yeah, nothing. Like, I know you listen to her, but I don't hear you always saying, oh, man, I can't wait till her drops. Isn't that her song? <laughs> Didn't I mention... I mentioned it that she was coming out with an album, so, I mean, there's... I, I, I mentioned it. What else did you put on here that you mentioned that's coming out with an album? You have... Oh, Sky Zoo. All right, let's keep going. Okay. Uh, I know we're, we're we're pushing time here with, uh, with with things going on. Do we need do we need to go to here? Or do we need to go to Twitter segment? Here. Gosh, I'm gonna have to remember which one we even left off on. Boy, you're just running us into the ditch tonight, huh? Pretty pedestrian. Don't worry, I'll reach over, grab the steering wheel, and put us back <laughs> on this highway. You know? Pretty pedestrian effort on my part. <laughs> You're damn sure this piece of shit. Uh, if I remember, we did 15 last time. Uh, yes, we did, a, we did a lot of them. Let's see here. I gotta start counting. One, two, three, four. I said five, I'm, I got 16 pulled up. Six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Did we, did we really get through 15 last time? Yeah. Bro, we were mowing through them. Why do I feel like I don't remember talking about these? So we talked about NBA. You black out We talked about NBA Youngboy. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. That's my goal. So next up on... We talked about how I dumped all my money in So uh, this segment here is uh, Hip Hop Stock Market Thread. I will briefly go over the options here, and we will let the constituents uh, let us know uh, what their... Our investors, in- boy. Investors. We're the angel investors, motherfucker. Know what they would do. Uh, you can buy, hold, or sell. Buy stands for plenty of potential to get bigger, haven't peaked yet. If they hold, they may not get much bigger, but there's still a factor. And if they sell, they are peaked and declining. First up today, we have Poo Shiesty. Fuck, I don't know if he ever gets bigger. Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, like, he, back in he blood, just got arrested. Video would have been a great. So, oh, you're right. So, <laughs> once he gets in jail, if he gets like a five year sentence, then you buy, because uh, it'll be like the Bobby Schmurder thing. Like you wait till he gets released and then you sell, because mm, yeah. it's like Bobby Schmurder hasn't made anything. I can't yet. wait for some new Bobby Schmurder. You don't even like Bobby Schmurder. Don't don't <laughs> don't act like you like Bobby Schmurder. Don't you don't even know what computer sounds like. Okay. So Are we? So. I, uh, I was just ignoring you. (laughs) Sure. Fucker, how does computers go? (laughs) You know, you could say that about a lot of music, especially a lot more mainstream music, and I still would have no answer for you. No, that's cute. It's cool. And we know this because we've gone over it. Sure, whatever you say. Whatever you say, man. Are you going to buy, hold, or sell? How does fuck the world go? (laughs) 
<laughs> Are you going to buy, hold, or sell? Well, like someone like me would have been in on Push Icy a long time ago, so I would have made a killing here. Because you know, I actually am out there like doing the I don't care what you I don't care what you would have done. What are you doing right now? I'm holding on to my push ice stock, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh Rizzle. Uh I said sell already. Fuck yeah. Push ice stock or I'm sure if you ever peaked, but you know, I'm selling too. The the back in blood music video has 134 million views. Rick Ross. So don't talk about like knowing shit peaking and not. <laughs> this motherfucker doesn't know shit about shit. <laughs> Rick Ross. Oh man, what, what am I doing with Rick Ross stock in this day? I'm not buying. That's for sure. Fuck no. I will never buy into Rick Ross stock. I. It's like the worst long term. <laughs> it's not the worst, but it's like borderline. Like, why do I have this stock? And I might as well just sit on it until the day he like retires. Like I, I don't know. I would never buy for sure. I would just hold, or if I need to get out, sell. I'd agree with that. I don't see it going up. Like it won't. No. That's what I'm saying. Like why? Why would I? Why buy? Twenty one Savage. I'd hold if I already have it what i'm thinking too i don't know i just need another couple tweets talking about how j cole saved him to really get his value back up with the regular mainstream audience so i can sell i like 21 savage i think we would have invested in like 2015 if we were smart and that stock would have been a great one to just hold our portfolio would have looked incredible with 21 savage <laughs> stock just chilling in it but now i'm still gonna hold on to it he's probably gonna keep making music for a couple more years and then i'll probably one of those years i'll sell but for now got you have we bought on any artist yet no no because everyone's established nobody's small enough for me to be like i need to get in on this okay push icy would have been great to say do you want to buy push icy stock in january would have been a great time for oh, me to buy yeah. but now brr, i can't <laughs> Rod- roddy rich oh we should have sold well did you listen to the new single yes. no I didn't think it was that good. I thought it was really generic, and I thought it was like the laziest effort he's put forth. Yeah. I think I'd sell at the next album because like the box was huge. I don't know how. And didn't it get Grammy nominated too? Yep. It did indeed. Um, like he was huge because of that one song, which is so weird. But uh Maybe the next... I don't know how mainstream he is, but I feel like he's mainstream enough that if I hold to the next album and then I'll get out. Because I don't think he can make a classic. It's just going to be so blah. That group of rappers, it's like DaBaby, Roddy Rich, and Meg The Stallion are like the three that got really popular at, that, at the same time. Tyrell? So, I, I don't see him getting big. Like not, or not any bigger than what he already is. Well, that's why I say hold, and then right when that album drops, we're out. This is yeah, that's fair. this is one of the first instances where you guys went opposite of uh, Twitter, because a lot. Of what did they say? Buy, buy or hold? Twitter said. Oh, fuck buy. no, that's expensive. Buy. You're getting in at an expensive cost because of the box. Like without the box and like that entire run, that's expen. Roddy Rich is not going up. 
Please excuse me for being antisocial or whatever the fuck that album was called was not that good. And I don't think it gets better from there. Kodak Black. So. We missed all the windows on him. Yep. That little EP that you put out was no bueno. Yeah, but the last one was so good with Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo. The one where you said that you sound drunk the entire project. Remember? <laughs> that one was good. <laughs> that had a lot of charisma, and he sounded great on that one. But this new one, yeah. I don't think he has another run in him. So if I have the stock, I guess I'm... What? Why would I have it? I know I'm not buying. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm not buying into Kodak Black now. I would have Selling sold already. Just, but like, if I still have stock, I'm going to sell it. That's the thing. It's like... If I have it now, what do I do with it? Do I just wait for him to get arrested? Or something? I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Just fucking get rid of it. I'd probably sell. I'd feel dumb selling. I'd be cutting my losses selling now. Yeah. And holding, I'd just be like, maybe. Maybe it gets a hit. Uh, Okay, so that's five for today. Are we doing five more? Yes. (laughs) ASAP Rocky. Well, testing. Man, that was a plummet. That's like that day that... He, uh, he was so disappointed that people didn't like that. That... Dude, you know what? I, w- I have to hold it. You know why? He's headlining like three festivals this summer, and he hasn't made an album in forever. Yeah. What the fuck? Why is he headlining Rolling Loud? Aesop <laughs> Rocky is not that big. He's headlining these festivals, which means he's still big. So he has, like, value. Yeah. He's dating Rihanna. Yeah. He... Ha- I think I got to hold that sock. I'm talking myself into holding. I'm definitely not buying in. No, I'd agree with you. I'd hold. Testing? I love when I see people just shit on testing, too. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. I didn't think testing was that bad, but I definitely don't go back and listen to it. Nah. I thought the first song was cool. The production was really really hard. Um, You don't like... uh, Praise the Lord song? Young Thug. Hold. I love Thug, man. <laughs> you want to buy, don't he, you? I, like, the thing is, I would... See, I would have bought way back when Stoner dropped. I would have been... Oh, my God. Think about how rich I would be. I hear that party verse on the little Dirk project when he comes in. I would, bro, I would be rich right now. I'd still be holding <laughs> out of that stock. I would be selling bits and pieces. I would sell one share of that stock, and I'd buy a Beamer. That's how much I'd profit I'd be making off that Thugger stock right now. You're not wrong, though. I would hold on to my Thug stock. Because that's the greatest rap artist to ever come out. We're, we're at that point now. <laughs> we can make a case. Travis Scott. Sell. Damn. That was, that was quick. quick. I would have sold that. I would have sold with the Travis Scott meal at McDonald's. You know what? That would have been a perfect time to sell. Like him or when he was uh, uh, the size of the Empire State Building in Fortnite. One of those days I was like, I was out. Yeah. Are you selling to Tyrell? the juice. Uh, I might hold. You might as well. He's he's pretty mainstream and he's got a lot of money. And yeah, he's just hanging out. I think like I think next album probably next project I would sell. I wonder if it'll be good. That's I mean, that's Astro why World I sell. He's coming off of Astro World. 
Asherah was really good. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Wiz Khalifa. Man, I should have been out a long time ago. <laughs> the second See You Again was up there in the music video had, uh, what's his name, who died? Paul Walker. It. Like, sure. but <laughs> Six years ago, would have been out. I, what has he done since then that makes me think that the stock would have been like, oh my God, we're on top of the fucking world. Yep. <laughs> that would have been like a six flags roller coaster, <laughs> man. <laughs> fucking downhill trajectory from there. I bet he's still really big. Like if he dropped, what do you think he sells? 70K? 80K? Think that much? I bet it. Yeah. I, I feel like he, Jeezy moved to like 55K. <laughs> like, come on. Jeezy feels bigger than Wiscalifa right now. No, he doesn't. Uh, Bro, you got to think, like, the people that are getting in the Jeezy are no one. <laughs> like, no one <laughs> our age was, like, ready to get in the Jeezy. Like, Wiz Khalifa has all of us, and we're still here, baby. Baby. And plus, he has, he has like, the see you again market. Uh, DMX sold an estimated uh, 32,000 album equivalent units. Boy, he's... All right, I'm not going to speak ill on the dead. Landed. Especially when he has gorilla fuck that. <laughs> leave, the pussy, leave the pussy sloppy. Oh, goodness. That's a that's, that's goat tier song right now. I definitely came around on that song. It's fucking song of the summer. <laughs> I'll be playing that at the barbecue with my kids around. Uh, I don't remember if this is fourth or fifth here, so we'll do two more. Uh, oh, my God. Let's go. Turn Mulatto. I would never purchase any of that stock. No. I wouldn't even get near it. I would never have it. She had to change her name for PR. If, if I still have that stock, I'm cutting my losses. I'm out. What? I wouldn't. I would never invest. Are yeah, you no, buying I'm not buying anything. Stock? If you were if you were in the stock market for hip hop artists, would you buy stock in Mulatto right now? One hundred percent. She would buy. Wild. Is that a question? That's insane. Yes. We're going through artists right now. Hell yeah. And it's a big lotto. How? <laughs> That's like, see, we, we don't even have the right stock index anymore because she had to change a name over a fucking racial issue. This is true. What, what makes me think this stock is going to go high? I guess there are white people that don't care. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know how they move. Teasy. Okay. <laughs> Lastly. Is big... Did we have big purr on there? Because I would love to invest all of my other stocks into her. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly for tonight, we have Doja Cat. Hold hold the fuck. I would have been so... When Moo came out, bro, Would've I was fired. shoveling money into yeah. the fucking stock. Yeah, no, if you <laughs> I have... I was dumping all my liquid <laughs> into it. If you have it, you fucking hold that shit. Why wouldn't you buy it now? Bro, She's on an album release run right now. Cause it's gonna be expensive. Cause best friend, bro. You, if you wanted to buy, you would have bought during the dip when she was showing feet to, on racial chats. That's yeah. when you would have. That's when you would have bought into the stock. Like right now, you buy into it. How much does it go up? A dollar? Like you're not making a killing on it. You're just getting long term investment, I guess, for a high. That track price. list you're looks nice it. though. Bro, you don't like that music. <laughs> what the fuck do you care about it? It has jit on it, doesn't it? And Young Thug. What the fuck, fuck is it? Look at that good hit. What, what the fuck is Jid gonna rap about on there? I, I got nothing for you. Maybe he's on the remix of Best Friend. 
Yo! He was, He's not. He would be incredible on that. <laughs> <laughs> the disappointment <laughs> that set into Jordy's face. Uh, Clip it. Ship it. All right. Get on it, chat. Tyrell. You're up. Tweeter segment. I'm not fucking done. I'm just kidding. We can be done. <laughs> yes, we are. Let me throw out one. You ready? Lord Finesse. I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we shouldn't do the podcast with him, Tyrell. Uh, I'm in the same boat as him, though. Like, I don't know that I could have given you an answer. Look at you, motherfuckers. Where's your Jansport? Nowhere. It's yeah. not even in your heart anymore. No. My heart? Double strapped up with that bitch. <laughs> All right. A special thanks to the Dragonflies putting in major work this year. Or either the government did something to mosquitoes. Probably both. Bonjour. Great observation. Can't even enjoy the Spotify release radar these days because these little teeny bop rappers sound like babies. I almost uh, replied to that and said, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get so built like those Moana dudes. If you haven't paddled <laughs> around on a large body of water all day, then you won't know. She's going to really? be hot and calm today. Might hit the Bemidji Lake before they get overran and then scout the big one for sundown. <laughs> Got too high and left my shiny shades in the woods. I know where, though. <laughs> How does he know? Staring off to the sunset, wondering what my native Canadian girlfriend doing right now. Action Bronson needs to try Babe's Fry Bread Tacos or either Fry Bread Express. I like that one. That was a good one. Yep. My tribe's casino finally got hacked. They lacked website security certification for years and still handled credit card plus address info for the hotel. I thought that was interesting. I wish I would have known. Yeah. We could watch the storm from a distance? Need my goth bitch watch Jennifer's body with me. Oh, that was a good one, too. I like that one. We got to follow up. really hitting, hitting, hitting it in my, like, right in my heart. Yeah. All the... We got a follow up to staring off to the sunset, wondering what my native Canadian girlfriend doing right now. And it's a picture of him on the lake in a kayak. Do you think she also likes clear water and unobstructed views of the shoreline? I so wish I was a part of her IG brunch group text friend group. Jordan, I'm gonna have to have you do this one because of the way I imagine it being read. It's Are you going to text me it? Uh, I can. I could also just read it to you, and I guarantee you would remember. But it's the... Uh, Addison Ray tweeted out two photos of herself. <laughs> and Eddie! <laughs> I thought it was so fucking funny, because it was just... Eddie! <laughs> it just fucking really got both of us. It's just, it's so simple. Yeah. Like, he is just so good at what he does. Like, it's, there's nothing to that tweet other than we know who the person is, we know their catalog, so we can guess the delivery, and it hits. Yeah. Eddie. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right. He, he, oh, I love when he retweets girls. <laughs> that, that's I like, love his taste in women, dude. It's great, honestly. When I tell you that we cross... We're, our Venn diagrams are almost a circle. <laughs> like, he gets it, bro. Oh, I was watching Outer Banks 
and Guy has himself a little Indian girlfriend, maybe Creek or Seminole. Cherries are so fire. My girl cousin probably laughed because she never touched a fruit, but we will eat our food as medicine so we will not have to eat our medicine as food. That was hard. It's a bar. Um, Get him on a mixtape. Get him on a gangsta girls tape. Uh, I need to hear dramatic right before he says something. Right before he fucking drops those bars on us. Dramatic cannon. Uh, Lil Dirk's. This is a world premiere. Lil Dirk's brother, OTF D thing, um, passed. And ho- homie uh, quote tweeted fucking double XL's tweet about it. Uh, RIP OTF D thing. Faved slash liked two of my tweets. See, he remembers the important things of that guy's life. Yep. Yeah. Jeez, the pan. <laughs> The panhandlers in front of Simonson's just left their water bottles where they stand on the median. Must have got hut. That guy in the blue <laughs> Domino's work shirt that you just irritated by trying to form a new line by the other cashiers in the Holiday Station store has OCD stemming from lack of control in his crucial developmental years. Mm. Uh, someone tweeted out a picture of like a beach down in the fucking Caribbean. Yeah. And he quote tweeted with, Christ, I was that sandy and it was chill vibes until a storm came over from TRF. Uh, someone tweeted out, guys should wear whatever length of shorts they are comfortable with this summer. Quote tweet, this little dude, Trent, used to tease me about my shorties. I can't believe you used to do that when you come hang out with us. <laughs> I was ruthless back in the day, man. Yep. I don't know if you've ever hung out with Redacted. Uh, I know you've played basketball with us, probably, but you probably don't even remember because it was like one or two times. But um, there's no way he ever hung out with us. <laughs> uh, BB Rexa tweeted out you. like a video of her like in a towel, and Tommy <laughs> quote tweeted saying, "Why do you do us like that, BB?" Um, <laughs> there was so much content he was just retweeting this week. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, come on, bro. <laughs> Not on main. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to have to ride the current from LR to RL Government Center. It usually goes perfectly over that way. There was some nice Air Force folks administering vaccines when I got mine, and there was a brunette gal about my age, and her body language read, Yeah, I don't really believe in or trust this, but this is my job. Not as worse as Sanford Fargo professionals in denial, though. That's a deep one. That's a deep cut. That's philosophical right there. Yep. He gets it, man. Extra gum. I uh, tweeted out some picture, <laughs> er, some like gif uh, sometime in the not-too-distant future. And homie quote tweeted, Do you want to take a really cold shower in the open stalls by the lake with me in our bathing suits before we take the water? Star Tribune. Uh, tweeted out a Minnesota cannabis firm said it will begin research in psychedelic medicine and expects it to expects to more than double revenue in 2022. And there was a picture of like a plant uh, or yeah, like um, someone growing some weed. The female in this pic is 100% how I pictured the state people grow their weed. No canopy or topping action whatsoever. And I might have to double check and make sure, but I believe this is the last one. She's so hot. Latina's first sparked my interest. <laughs> Which... This man has no shame. 
<laughs> he, he does not give a fuck what he puts on the timeline for the boys. That one was so fucking funny. Because that one happened right before we started recording. Oh, yeah. And, be- and before TZ's Discord broke. Yeah, it's your fault. Uh, <laughs> all right, TZ. Don't worry. TZ, start going through the topics. But, this is an extra long edition of the pod. Yeah. TZ, take us home. That's, that storm going through uh, going through Nodak right now is pretty nasty. I got someone on the live uh, got a video of it right now, and it's... It looks like snow. There's so much hail. Christ. Where? I don't see anything. Williston. It's clear skies here, man. Oh. Ah, uh, yeah. Western ND that's, right now. That's where the, the everything the light doesn't touch is over there, man. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> <laughs> when I inherited this shitty kingdom. Yep. Oh, wow. There's some really, <laughs> really cool pictures there. All right. Yep. Yeah. We need, to, we need to shut this... No, we don't. Blizzy said that he wants these episodes to be long as fuck. He wants three to four hours so that he can sit and doodle. How How are we supposed to do this for three to four hours? I'm... You think I can't filibuster? Huh? You think I can't filibuster? Huh? Pause. <laughs> Pause. You think I can't... <laughs> filibuster? With this... Mustard on the beat hole? Come on! Rack City. Jeez, you Rack, gotta Rack fucking, City. Jeez, if you want if you want us to end, you have to step up and be like, no. Look, do we gotta talk about how do we gotta talk about how I told you about this Giannis shit bogging down the offense and he sent me the fucking tweet of it right there? I told you that's what happens every fucking time and they can't score because he dribbles the ball for 10 fucking seconds. <laughs> it was like 15 seconds. He dribbled up, dribbled back, dribbled up, did nothing. All, all I know is that if y'all can go three, four hours, be my guest. But y'all can run duos doing it. Oh, so you're a coward. Yes. You're really not dedicated to the cause. This is really, you don't listen to the projects. You don't pick out projects. You don't make notes. You don't contribute to Twitter segment. You only read stuff off for the Twitter stock segment. Like, what? come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? <laughs> TZ, you got to fucking end us. Don't, don't say it like that, man. <laughs> TZ, TZ's, like, TZ's like taking us out back. We're both old yellers. <laughs> I got to put you down, Yosh. I'm crying, shaking <laughs> with the blinky. With the blinky in my hand. <laughs> what's that? Uh, I can't fucking do what's, it. What's that? Uh, Lenny and uh, what's his face? Of mice no. and men. Is, <laughs> is, the, is it the book where he goes back out and shoots his? Of mice and yeah. men. It's like that. Lenny, yeah. yes. It's like I'm I'm doing that. I'm putting him down. Yeah. <laughs> Put the double barrel to the back of my fucking head. I'll go out. I'm <laughs> going back in blood. Start singing your favorite song. <laughs> that my best friend with the double barrel shotgun to my head, man. Six Hellcats back to back with the Kitty Boys. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Kit. Disney collab, Mickey Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Sing your favorite song, 
Jordan just starts fucking rattling off like one line from like, 30 different songs. <laughs> like, oh, but this one. Damn, bitch, you're crazy. Why you keep calling me? You- <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I have the perfect one. I want to bet us that we don't touch for no arguments. Big though. ass shotgun. Look like Laurie Markinen. <laughs> See, my money talking much. I don't even want to shut up. 30 bands on this necklace, you wet as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking ready, bro. <laughs> you put the gun in my you put the gun in my head. I'm fucking ready, bro. We <laughs> have 30 <laughs> minutes of this fucking bit. <laughs> if, I, if I put the gun to the head, my mind warps and bands, count the 10. <laughs> if, I, if I put the gun to the head and said you had to welcome to the life. Lived happily ever after, but that's another chapter. Live from Homo the Brave, Dirty Dollars, <laughs> Beauty Parlors, Bowling Ball and Parlors, Street Scholars, the major in culinary arts. You know how to work cheese, bread, cheese and dough. And dough. We're going to have to. Soldier Boy off in a hole. Watch me crank that. Watch me roll. <laughs> I wouldn't sing that one. I'd be like, Gucci bandana. Gucci, Gucci. Please go and follow the, uh, the very inactive uh, Twitter uh, you better get on. Do you want me to get on him since he talks to me? <laughs> I I brought it up to him when he was here. Fucker still didn't do it. Wait, he was. He didn't do it. Oh my god. God, it's like, what am I paying him for? I mean, I'm not. But this, are you actually this paying the point? Him? Okay. Don't worry. I, I let him know right now. We'll see if he'll respond and say something. So please go and follow it. Um if you know if, if you feel like you have a a pal or a compadre that that might want to take two hours out of their day to listen to us bullshit please tell them about the color theory podcast yeah i mean we cover topics you know from uh music to uh netflix specials you know to you know <laughs> You know what's gay according to Twitter? It's just you know we. <laughs> that one's gone, bro. Yeah, that, that, that one's dead. We have not touched that topic We're, since it's been deleted. That one, that one got old yeller, bro. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, cooking options for for Yosh. It's just we actually need those because you guys are slacking. We, you never know what you're gonna get into until you start listening, and it's something new every week. We have not talked about fucking our our Lord and Savior's. Uh, <laughs> Top five list. It's just been sitting in there rotting. So maybe one day we'll we'll get to some some top five Big Sean songs, but today's not that day. Uh, maybe next week though, and you won't know until you tune in. Uh, maybe you have a, someone who likes Big Sean. Uh, maybe tell them, you know, hey, they're gonna be talking about Big Sean. Maybe you should listen. You know, be a part of the discourse. It's you know it's the only way that we're gonna help grow the brand and the only way we do that is with with your help. So please, you know every every dollar counts. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming out. We'll see you next week. Bye bye now. Knowledge of intervals, it's a rare science. In a cave with several dark thoughts and a clear mind. Have blues, will travel. A horse with no name, no saddle. Purse big enough to post bail and ski daddle. 
My projections are astral Stormy weather, copacetic Bojangles aesthetic Tiptoe leverage What's mine is in my mind What is the price of glory? Fire in the conservatory What's mine is in my mind What's mine is in my Bubble goose, money flow fourfold like noble truth Green lung coffer, fill the coffer, slow men a stalker When the negotiator's not a talker Times of peril is always hella awkward I know what you're pondering and I keep that portion of the mind roped off from wandering It smell of pomegranates, pears, soil, how they act like they're